Today, the infamous debate between me and Mayo, now known as Mayo Cracker, breaks out. We are going to be debating the little Timmy question. So we have uh, Hunter Avalon, who I um, debated about this like a week or two ago. And then Mio, who is the person who actually red-pilled me on this stuff. So let's bring them on. First up, let's bring on Hunter. How are you? Hello. How are you doing? Doing good. So yeah, if you want to introduce yourself, tell people where you lie on the political spectrum and where people can find you. Sure. My name is Hunter Avalon. Uh, I used to be a conservative. I uh, now consider myself a social democrat. Um, you can find me just at my name, Hunter Avalon, on YouTube uh, and I guess TikTok. I know it's embarrassing, but follow my TikTok for the best clips of uh, some of my debates and everything else. Thanks again for having me on, Brittany. Appreciate it. All right. Next up, let's bring on Mio. How are you? I'm great. It's good to be here. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if you want to introduce yourself, tell people where you lie in the political spectrum and where people can find you. Sure. I'm Mio. I'm a Christian conservative nationalist, and I care about this country. That's about it. You can find me only at Politically Provoked. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, all right. So I think what we'll do for this one is, because uh, there's going to be probably a lot of people who don't know what um, what or who Little Timmy is. I think most people do. But we'll let Mio uh, tell us the Little Timmy story and give his opening. Um, Hunter, right after that, you can kind of just go into your stance. For those watching, if you have questions, tag Politically Provoked so we know you're talking to us and not the chat. We'll be jotting them down and get to them during the Q&A. Um, after Q&A is when we'll do closing statements and final thoughts. And then after the debate, we have our pop-on drink and chat panel. So we will be inviting people to come on and we'll be going pretty much all night. Um, all right. So, Mio, you want to tell people who little Timmy is? I'd be happy to. <laughs> so, little Timmy. Well, it's an all too familiar story these days. Little Timmy is a story of many children all across the country already today and an increasing amount starting right now. It's unfortunate. You hate to see it, really. But essentially, little Timmy is the last white kid filled in a classroom filled with so-called people of color, a group from which he's obviously excluded. He's, um, he and his classmates are going to be brought up in schools, taught about all the historic evils that white people have committed against non-white people of color. They're going to be taught about colonization, the evils of colonization, how white people did that to people all across the Western Hemisphere, Latin Americans specifically. They're going to be taught about the... The Holocaust, the greatest evil of all time, which white people committed against the most discriminated against people in all of human history, the Jews. We are going to be taught about slavery, which is a, the most condemnable act of evil probably committed in American history. Chattel slavery, where white people enslaved blacks in America brought them over on slave ships, put them in chains. 
unforgivable sin, which essentially there there is no adequate reparation for. There's they're going to be taught about Jim Crow after slavery was abolished by white people, I might add. They're going to be taught about the three-fifths rule and, and poll taxes and literacy tests. They're going to be taught about Richard Nixon and Donald Trump and the evils of white nationalism, how it's the number one threat in this nation today, and how white people have a lot to answer for. So essentially, you know, hearing all of this, as a small child growing up, being taught this by his parents, being shown this by the media, being taught it in the history books, by the government, no matter where he goes, in the private sector, public sector, the military, this is going to be the narrative which is presented from here on out. They're going to be taught all of these things. And I, I have a feeling that little Timmy is feeling pretty alienated. And... Um, and he's probably going to learn to hate himself and his own people for all of these evils which have been committed. And uh, what's more than that is his people of color classmates will probably grow to, you know, somewhat, more than somewhat, very resentful of him too. And why shouldn't they? They're not taught a reason why they shouldn't. They're, uh, you know, I mean, you see it already. The effects of this, that you see white kids being bullied in schools, classes, universities, all the way through their education, their childhoods, and their lives. You see white people being canceled from their jobs for not being okay enough with diversity and all of these narratives, for even questioning them. And it's it's really unfortunate. And, uh, you know, I think we're going to see an increasing amount of violence. I think we're going to see an increasing amount of, of self-hatred and hatred from others towards white people and small white children, which when you combine with the fact that, uh, well, white people are going to be the minority in this country soon. They're going to be less than 50% of the population in less than 20 years now. They're going to be a, a true minority in probably 40 years, according to all the data and trends. Maybe less than that with increasing amounts of immigration, which obviously people like Hunter Avalon will be pushing for. So, you know, many people have taken a crack at little Timmy. Many have tried to work their way around the reality that's barreling down on young white kids now and in the future, just like Timmy, and all have fallen short. Radical coder, low-end theory, Sanzol, tomfoolery, mouth the infidel. Even destiny. But maybe Hunter Avalon, the disgraced, fallen, now largely irrelevant, former right-wing grifter turned leftist by his girlfriend, will be the white knight in shining armor to drive the nails into Timmy's coffin. But probably not. So, we'll see. I'm curious what Hunter has to say. Okay. Hunter. <laughs> Wow, I didn't know things were going to get uh, personal here. I didn't know if I, I mean, you know, I wish I could at least just see what, you know, Mayo looks like so I could at least make fun of him. But no, I'm just kidding. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, the little Timmy question, you know, oftentimes I, I see it posed as like this unbeatable argument, uh, specifically from people like Mayo. And the reason for that is because it's not an argument to begin with. It is 
unfalsifiable because all it is is a hypothetical hunch, a feeling that you have that this is going to happen, even though there is absolutely no evidence to support the fact that that is going to happen. So first and foremost, it sounds like it, can you just answer? Tell me if this sounds like a good summary, because I wrote this down. I, I think that this is a good summary of the little Timmy question. Let me know if you if this sounds good. With the combination of immigration, critical race theory, and the fact that whites will become a minority, it only follows that minority white children in classrooms such as Little Timmy will inevitably be bullied for their race. Well, as I just described, I think that the consequences will go far deeper than that. But sure, we can start there. So that's the Little Timmy question in summary, right? And the it seems to me that your solution is more or less restricting immigration and trying to focus more on the good things that white people have done and stop essentializing these bad things as being all white people. Like the Holocaust, for example, that wasn't done by white people. It was done by a specific group of people at a specific time for specific reasons that had nothing to do with them being white. Would you agree with that kind of more or less? Well, that's what I would agree with, but I wouldn't agree that that's the narrative being pushed around the Holocaust. If that were the case, then I don't know why the so-called white nationalists from January 6th are being forced to read things like Schindler's List for reduced sentences. I don't know it seems what like that's anything, it, but... well, it seems to me like that that historical grievance that white people all together seem to have been uh, are are told, everyone else is told that white people have committed is uh, is still we're, we're in the shadow of that today and um, so this is you know that, that's what it has to do with it it's right, happening so, in this country and what's more than that no, no, is no, 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 uh, no, you wait, all stop, saw stop, right stop, out of the gate right, everyone on, saw on, right out of the gate that hunter you... avalon came out of the gate with an anti-white slur he says mayo and, and you know i i checked in on his little pre-debate stream mayo. before that he says mayo cracker which is funny because that's an anti-white slur. It's on the list of anti-white slurs. I'm curious if there are any other ethnic slurs which you think it's okay to say, Hunter. Or is it only right. slurs against uh, white people are you, that are uh, allowed on the platforms of, of big tech now? Only the, Those are the only ones that you're willing to say these days because it's okay. It's cool now to hate white people and to use ethnic racial slurs against them. All right, so are you done with the – once you're done with the faux outrage, question, let's actually. get back. Well, it's irrelevant to the little Timmy question. So it's let's actually get back to that. Using, so you're the racist slurs against white people to the, the question of whether I called you Mayo in the future. You yourself are a part of it buddy, already, man. buddy, please, please calm did. down. I called you Mayo because it's funny because your name is Mayo. So it sounds really similar to Mayo. It's really nothing to get too triggered oh, by. Yeah, I promise it's going to be OK. So on your very stream was so. You realize that you talk about restricting immigration, for example. I understand you want but... to talk about immigration because you just used a racial slur right out of the gate. But, uh, you know, I... I'm white. I can say it. Dude, I'm white. I can say it. What do you mean? If I said an anti-Hispanic, anti-Asian slur Are you Asian? my opening statement, I I'm white. I have... Up on that, wouldn't you? Dude, I have the mayo cracker pass. I'm white. You have it too. Relax. It's oh, all right. So there it is. We can so say it. We can cool reclaim it together. Against your own people, huh? I'm not being racist. No, it's it's cool though. We're reappropriating okay it, you know? Black people to say the N-word on social media, to, to just go and debate and call other black people that word because they don't like the arguments that they're making? 
I'm going to just wait till you're done with this phony outrage so that we can actually get back to the topic. Because I had a. Uh, yeah, it's not phony at all because it's actually the entire question is that you think it's okay to be racist against white people. And that's why you're here to debate that it's okay no. to be racist. No. Wrong. I only think it's okay to be racist against you. I actually only think it's okay to be racist against you. Oh, yeah, so you got I'm me. To defend the interests so. Of young white kids in the future across this country. No, I'm kidding. In all seriousness, I have a solution for you. And thankfully, I have come to put your fears to arrest, my friend. So, for example, you talk about restricting immigration. But it's funny you say that because restricting immigration would actually make the little t uh, Timmy question become more likely. So there are multiple studies that have proven that as people live in more diverse areas, they are more likely to be more accepting diversity uh, restricting immigration will make the little Timmy question more likely because racism decreases as diversity increases. So, so if white people allow themselves to become a minority in this country. They can just hope that all the non-whites who are coming here from other nations who largely don't even speak the same language as them will just be nice to them. That's your argument. What That's do you what mean? You How? Here, you're loaded. Wait, what do you what do you mean? Just be nice to them. So there's a big difference between, for example, being a minority and being marginalized. So, for example, uh, already we can see that diversity has increased greatly, yet most politicians are still white men. White people still hold a disproportionate amount of wealth and power in this country. Look at the difference between the black and the white wealth gap. This idea that if one day we wake up and suddenly white people are at 47%, oh no, that all of a sudden what, you're going to lose all the institutional power? That's not how this works. They're even you know, it's funny this language that you're using, like diversity, it really just means fewer white people. I'm no, curious. that's not true at all. No, 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 no. That's that's actually not true. Nigeria, so like South Africa, Zimbabwe need more. South white Africa is actually increased diversity. South Africa is actually a great example that kind of proves my point too, is there even though oh, there yeah. have been some really terrible things that have happened there that we could, you know, that's kind of a conversation for another time. White people still, even there, disproportionately hold the lion's share of of capital gains. So even in other places where white people are a minority and arguably even discriminated against, they still hold disproportionate wealth and disproportionate power, right? So th this is yeah, okay, a much more so like it's, it's clear cut thing. Like it's right here borne out in the facts here, my dude. You really seem to think that uh, it's all just about how much wealth each person has when we're talking about something completely different. So let's talk about South Africa. No, we're not going to talk about that. The fact that white people are being discriminated against. Are you There's familiar that this is? Are you familiar that? Hey, buddy, are you familiar that this is the thing that you, you really do every don't time? Talk you... about South Africa now, do you? Are you okay right now? You hey, came here like really mad. Me. I waited till you were finished talking. I I'm trying to talk about the little Timmy question, and you want to go talk oh, about South exactly Africa, my about. friend. Yeah, little Timmy already happened in South Africa. That's why we're bringing it up. And it, these are entirely uh, different things that have nothing to do with each other. This would I arguably be what about is on. So as far as when it comes to the little Timmy, scope of history and right? I understand. I know 145 IQ. I I got it, buddy. Yeah, but so when it comes to the little Timmy this. question actually happening in America, there is absolutely no indication that this is going to happen. Trends suggest we're actually heading towards a more inclusive direction, not the opposite. So, for example, yeah, when you say inclusive, you don't mean towards white people. 
So, for example, there's researchers that found that both conscious and unconscious bias regarding race and sexual orientation declined significantly between 2007 and 2016. So these racist attitudes, they're declining. There are even studies that show that, like, uh, more diverse groups are more accepting. Like I already brought up, they're more accepting. It's less likely that there's going to be bullying on, like, the basis of race. Lastly, even if there was and the teacher didn't intervene, that would arguably be violating the law. So there's all kinds of ways that this is like would be blocked or people would be protected from this happening. It just there's no indication that we're actually headed towards a world where there's going to be a little boy who's bullied for being white. It just doesn't seem to happen. And if it does happen, we can deal with it appropriately. But the way that we don't deal with it is getting rid of the brown people. All right. I let you finish. Now you're going to let me finish. Now, first of all, nobody said anything about getting rid of anybody. And that kind of categorization of an anti-immigration sentiment is a part of the problem. Now, that said... Here's what happened in South Africa. They were more diverse than we are. They had more people of color, beautiful people of color in their country than we have today. They were surrounded by each other. They were they were uh, mixing together at the most at the highest rates possible in the uh, you know, post-apartheid era. And then all of a sudden, what happened? We see white genocide happening all across the country. We see violence against white people. We see open calls from politicians to do violence against white people. We Where? see government policies breaking down the anti-discrimination laws in favor of laws like land expropriation without compensation, meaning they take land and capital from white people. Can we get the to the point, please? By force. Please. I, I let you finish. You're going to let me finish. Well, because what I said was relevant. What you're saying is dumb and irrelevant. Force. <laughs> What you're saying is irrelevant. Let me finish. They yes, take <laughs> land from the from white people by force at gunpoint, and they give it to people of color. Why? Because white people handed over political electoral power in that country to the people of color in favor of, of d ideas like diversity, like you're describing today. And it ended with white genocide. I don't care what your studies say. It doesn't matter. I can point to history. I can point to historical examples of exactly what is happening today. In fact, there are And other I can point to like historical that, examples we'll of people into. making the exact same and arguments that you're making genocide. right now against other types of white people coming into this country. I can point you to areas in history where people literally were saying, we cannot let these types of white people come into the country because it will be race suicide is what the what they were claiming. This was almost a century ago. The arguments are you, that are you unfamiliar the, the with arguments the that with Hey, the excuse me. I let yeah, sir, yeah. I let you finish. Yeah, Thank ahead. you, please. Um listen. What actually I completely lost my train of thought. But when it comes to um uh the South Africa thing, it really it's terrible that that happened. That sounds really unfortunate. You know, that's really sad, but um Thankfully, you know, we're living in America. We don't live in South Africa. So thankfully, we can look at the way that trends, what trends suggest here. And also there are laws in place against that type of discrimination here in America. So what do you honestly think is going to happen here? Do you really think that all of a sudden a bunch of brown people are going to come into the country and what white people are going to be like genocided? I I'm trying to understand here. I thought the little Timmy question was like a kid's getting bullied in school. Now, all of a sudden, it sounds like. 
help me understand here. What do you think is actually going to happen? I can see that you're having trouble trying to understand. And I think that has, uh, uh, you know, some uh, something to do with the fact that you're interrupting rather than listening. So mm -hmm. here's another example for you. A country where they had anti-discrimination laws. Another country where they had a greater amount of diversity than we have in America today. A country where they were striving for inclusivity and diversity. Of course, the white people were in the countries which were the most prosperous countries in Africa, South Africa and Rhodesia. Now, Rhodesia was uh, they had a nuclear program way ahead of their time. They they were a, a highly successful country. They were a, a, a they had a farms in a, in a place where it was desolate before they hand. They they were uh, very well off and and they were striving for diversity. They had anti discrimination laws in. Well, handed over electoral power to the non white peoples. What happened? Those anti-discrimination laws, which the white people put in place to protect everyone of all races, including themselves, they went out the window. And then what happened? You had the new president come in and the new government come in, wipe all of those laws out and drive the whites out by force. In fact, they were told. Got it. So by you're afraid. So, so let me understand. They, they were this told is, by the president. So you're afraid that all of a sudden. The country so you're afraid that. Foot. Got it. So you're afraid that more brown people are going to come in here, take power, and then make it so that it's legal to discriminate against white people, right? So you say take power. Well, I'm talking. We're going to hand it over to them. This is what you're going to say. So yeah, we're going to give them electoral works. power. It's who has the most numbers, and so you're advocating for more numbers of non-white people who have I just, racial I, grievances against white. That's people a lie, though, because brown people tend to vote more, uh, like progressive. And usually it's the progressives that are more in favor of, like, broader voting rights, yada, yada, yada. Like, I don't understand. Like, usually they tend to be more progressive. How are they going to vote all of a sudden one day that it's okay to discriminate against people based on their race? You're saying they, they, they care about voting rights. They're doing that for the non-white people specifically. They're trying to get uh, undocumented illegal immigrants in America to be able to vote. Why? To further disenfranchise the historic this American people, aka completely. white people. I ask you a very simple question. If brown people tend to vote more progressive, why are they all of a sudden going to, if hypothetically we give them power, why are they all, all of a sudden going to vote in favor of uh, discriminating on the basis of race against white people. Why did they do that in Rhodesia, Hunter? Tell I don't know. That. You tell me. You're the you one that brought know. that example up. You don't up. have an explanation for why these things Do you have an explanation? History. Why? Yeah, I do. Because you have a feeling, just like the little Timmy thing? grievance against white people, and they wanted to enact that as soon as they took power. That's what it was really about for them. That's why you have all of these people. You, I mean, it's people like you that say it all the time that white people just need to advocate for more immigration in order to win over uh, the Latino voters so, in the electorate. I, why? Because those people see okay, the others coming is, here from those nations I got it. as their people more than they see Americans. As so let me go ahead and just ask the question again, are. since this is just I think every time I ask it, you kind of run back to your dialogue. You just don't tree. like the answer, but man. It's obvious. If brown people tend to vote more progressive Hypothetically, if they were to take electoral power, why would they suddenly vote in favor of discriminating on the basis of race? 
Uh, yeah, the, I mean, again, these so-called progressives that you're talking about are the ones pushing this critical race theory stuff, which is explicitly anti-white. You have professors in universities openly advocating for white genocide. You have these these beautiful people of color coming up. I saw a video just this the other really day. This is really cute, but it's so funny how you're unable to answer the, the question. It's hey, actually I hilarious. I let you talk. This is a back and forth, right? Is it a dialogue, not a monologue? Is that, isn't that how to I don't know. Works? Every time I ask All you a right. question, you go on to a monologue. It's you just... ask me a question, you don't like the answer, so you're interrupting. I, right. Again, I'm, I am answering your question very directly. Your question was these people who are progressives, who are voting progressive, why would they suddenly become racist against whites? Was it mm -hmm. not? Okay, here's the answer. It's because they already are racist against whites. This critical race theory stuff is anti-white racism blatantly. You're seeing it all over the place. You're seeing white privilege training in the military. You're seeing it on all of our top corporations. You're seeing it in the media. Mm -hmm. You're seeing it in the universities. Open the hyperbolic straw, man. Yep, for, there we go. In, in college universities, professors yep. it's everywhere for white genocide. You're seeing black mm -hmm. students go up to white students and say, this yep. is not a space for oh, you. Oh, I knew that it's would come up. It's a space for us, people yep. of color. And you're not allowed too. here. That's not very progressive or inclusive, is it, man? No, it's not. I would be against that. Yeah. So, of course, I would be against, you know, uh, bullying people on the basis of their race, uh, obviously. But when it comes to, like, critical race theory, you know, it's actually not supposed to be used in any way to uh, condemn uh, white people. In fact, according to this guy, Richard uh, Delgado, he is a professor. He's also a leading expert on critical race theory. He's also the author of numerous articles on CRT and its legal framework. And he said, quote, no good teacher should make a kid, either minority kids or majority kids, feel guilty. Parents know that that's not a good thing to do with your children. No good oh, teacher yeah, well, guilt well, trips kids. This is a CRT practice, legal expert. So, let me, let him finish. so this is what I think is funny. See, you have a lot of anecdotes, and that works well with conservatives. You know, when they're kind of already scared, this is actually a common historical thing for white conservatives to be very terrified of losing their majority status because for some reason, and I don't know why this is, but oftentimes it seems that white people tend to view equality as a zero-sum game. And that's not the case. It's not giving equality to brown people at the expense of white people. It's rather just creating a better environment for everyone that's more diverse. And like I already said, more diverse areas lead to more inclusive environments, which only makes the Little Timmy question more unlikely to become a reality in America. So you can have your scary stories, and I condemn, by the way, Anyone saying that like white people are bad or white genocide or whatever, that's not actually how these subjects are supposed to be taught. There are some people that are stupid, but generally speaking, no, the little Timmy question thing is not going to happen. All right. Well, again, there's this talk about equality and diversity, which really just means non-whites gaining power over white people. And, and it's you, you talk about equality. How about this? We have all of the um, affirmative action. We have the Great Society, Black History. So are we done with CRT? Holiday. We have black appointments to the cabinet and uh, and Supreme Court. We have we have all of this stuff. We have the traditional black caucus. We have all of these Why? things. Who cares? Would you be okay with there being a a white caucus in America? Would you be okay with White History I Month and um, 
and and, and explicit of what pro what does this have to do with like the little timmy question or anything like well, again, is it just uh, because like well, somebody and, might not be okay with it logic here a little bit i know it's tough for you well no there's again, also I a big difference equality. between you brought up equality and i'm asking you about it now you're okay with all of those organizations existing right i don't Are know i haven't i haven't looked white? into all those organizations i i couldn't really give them my endorsement i'm sorry I don't know yeah, if you're trying you to like against, back me into a corner here or something, of but the black caucus in, in Congress, I, I would have to look into it more. I, I don't know. I'd have to look into it more. I, uh, I really, yeah, of course, of course you would. Well, yeah, yeah I, so I can't just tell some, I can't just say that I endorse something or don't endorse something here. Um, it's a very simple like, concept, man. It's yeah, but like I just I'm not. The, it's the blacks in Congress growing their numbers specifically on the basis of race because they're black. Are you OK with that happening? I, I don't know. You tend to exaggerate the truth. So, again, I'd kind of have to look into it. I, I don't really know if I could say yes or no to that They're question until I know more. I usually try not to Americans. give really, like, They're strong answers to that. They're advocating for an increased number of black Congress people. It's even if that's simple. the case, so in, what? Uh, if your, You know what? Let's go ahead and say hypothetically there were suddenly, like, an influx of black Congress people. Who cares? And again, they're advocating specifically I want to know why for the you... interests of black Americans. What, the reason why I brought that up is to ask you, are you okay with the switch equivalent, equal, pro-white groups existing? Why are That's you equality, so... right? Everybody gets the same rights. Everybody I'm a, gets to I'm, do the same I'm thing. wondering why you're so, like, terrified of this hypothetical future where, like, you know, a little boy a gets bullied. You know, you've asked a lot of questions, and I've been answering but, them. I just asked you a very simple one, and I'm, I'm curious. It's because you just you, – the questions you try to ask to me seem to be – well, no, it's because the questions you're asking me are, like, they seem very irrelevant to the overall subject, whereas for me, the questions I'm asking you seem very Your direct and focused. Like, I'm trying to ask to you a me, specific question here. Them. It's called It's called a logic train, okay? So, so jump on the train with me, and let's follow it down the rabbit hole real quick. So you talked about equality. Well, if equality doesn't just mean uh, uh, growing power, advocacy, and numbers of non-white people, if equality truly means equal rights, equal abilities to congregate, gather, advocate for their own best interests, why would you be opposed to a uh, traditional white caucus? Why well, the thing is, is it's not history? it's not so much that I'm opposed to it. It's more that there doesn't necessarily seem to be like a direct need for it the same where again if we want to look at like how kind of we were already talking about how white people already hold disproportionate amounts of power here so i'm again not really sure what this has to do with making the little timmy question become a reality if you want to talk a little bit about critical race theory i'd be more than happy to there are certainly some areas by the way that critical race theory is invoked in in ways that i would condemn in ways that i would say fuck that we don't we're not supposed to be like essentializing white people as being like colonizers or whatever but a lot of the times it seems like you kind of want to essentialize white people for like the good things that they've done right so like rather than the you don't want to essentialize white people with the holocaust or something and i agree you shouldn't fucking do that that's stupid but then it seems like you say well i want to you know talk about how white people built this society or white people did like it doesn't have to be all about race, nor like, again, by focusing so heavily on that, it only makes the little Timmy question more likely to become a reality here. So you're you're for 
essentializing and focusing on race when it comes to the bad things white people have done, but you refuse no. to acknowledge the objective no, I don't, reality that white people built this country? No, I don't I don't agree in the uh, uh, the essentialization of race in general. Like I don't think that it's fair to say like white people built this Being country like people who built about, this man. people who built this country were white, but like they didn't they weren't successful with this country because they were white. Like I, I don't I don't agree with the essentialization of race just like I would be I, I don't agree with it with when it comes to bad things either. Okay, so no. again, it's uh it, it's we're talking about history here. So if we're talking about the bad things which white people have done, and you don't want white people to white children growing up in schools to feel guilty mm -hmm. for all of this, then why not talk about the good things which white people have done? You seem really opposed to that. Well, no. I, when have I said I'm opposed to that? I said that it's fine to talk about good things that I guess like people who are white have done. But like, again, it's not they they weren't successful at these things because they were white. Right. So like, uh, no, it's, it's the it's essentialization just, that I think that, that we're, we can find some common ground on. White have done. It's that Western Europeans built the, the entire culture. They built the roots. They built the civilization which led to the civilization which we live in today and we should be grateful but that wasn't to our because they were white that. yeah sure sure i'm glad i'm grateful for our ancestors for fucking making uh building america yeah sure and what's more than that is that but people what of is color that? should be grateful to our ancestors for building this civilization too okay cool now all of that said again <laughs> you uh you seem to to be dodging the question when it comes to the uh, like a, something like a pro-white caucus or, or pro-white organization. Why does there need to be one? there's not a need for it. Yeah, Here's why? the need for it. Here's the need for it. All right, tell me. You talk you, – you yourself admitted that there are elements of critical race theory which are widely being pushed and taught today. No, I did and, not acknowledge uh, not, that. Not just, not just in, in the universities, not just in the schools, but in the media and by the government, which are essentializing white people as, as colonizers and as evil. That's now, not true. Can you point me to an example of that happening in, like, schools with, like, kids, please? Yeah, they, they're, they're handing out books to kids that show white people with devil horns and a stack of cash in their hands, man. Where? It's like, what, what when? Do you think that was this one school? Is this like a constant thing? Children? Is this one school or is this like a constant thing going on? Or help It's, me understand it's absolutely an increasing amount in schools. In fact, there's an article you saw just today or uh, this week. It's uh, a, a white liberal woman put her daughter in a majority non-white school because – she wanted to be have her child grow up in more diversity. She had to pull her out of the school because of bullying based on her race. This is happening everywhere, man. And and again, so all convenient. of that. Said, yeah, listen, with, with racist bullying happen, can happen, but you know what? Anti-white sentiment increasing. So, the critical race theory, the bad elements of it, as you would say, that are being pushed. Don't that's you not think what's that being maybe pushed. There should so, be an advocacy group of people who are against that. It's not going to be the people of color. It's not going to be the black caucus or the, the Latin caucus who is against that. It's going to be. Why are you white so obsessed people. with this caucus thing when, like, we again came here to talk about the little Timmy question? But I, I'd be I, more I than mean, happy to know, answer this for you. So, works, for man? example, the about a group of people in that's nice. So, critical advocating for the benefit of a specific okay. racial group. So, why with, is it okay for Okay, so when it comes to the critical race theory thing, uh, what it really comes down to is with critical race theory, it actually is about examining how culture, history, and society 
intersect to create environments and outcomes, all right? There are certainly some anecdotes you can point to that show some teachers being disrespectful or bastardizing certain tenets of critical race theory. However, the vast majority of schools, and you can read this from what K through 12 teachers are literally saying, the vast majority of schools are not teaching this white people are all colonizers thing at all. Instead, they are simply teaching about equality. They're teaching about Martin Luther King. They're teaching about general historical truths. It's not a bad thing. The way that critical race theory is, is it's an academic field, right? It can be used for good. It can be used for bad. You can justify bad things. You can justify good things. At the end of the day, it's supposed to provide a lens for you to look at. And I would just like to point you again to the critical race theory expert that says that no good teacher should be making any kids feel guilty. So now that we're done with the critical race theory thing, you never actually, I, maybe I'll, maybe, you know what? Maybe I can give you a straight answer for your caucus thing. When we can, you can answer my question with how on the, how the fuck you think the little Timmy question is actually going to become a reality. When white people hold the disproportionate amount of power in virtually every space and the country's only moving in a more progressive direction. Help me, please. You done? Yeah, I'm done. All right, so again, the reason is people like you are pushing for white people to have less and less power in this country, and especially the non-white groups are pushing for white people to have less and less power, capital, all of those things you mentioned. What do you mean? How so? And they're going to keep going. They, they're going to so? keep advocating for their own ethnic in-group. You're advocating for it yourself right now. You're saying white people have too much power in this I country. I didn't say that. Holy shit. Them. Listen to yourself right now. You just put massive words in my mouth. I didn't say white people have too much power. I said that white people do hold. So do you think they have just enough power or not enough or too much? They hold a disproportionate amount. Too much makes it sound like I'm like uh, against it. Like I, I'm, I just said that so they have a disproportionate amount. So you're okay with white amount. people holding a disproportionate amount of power in this country? I mean, for the time being, sure. If it, but if they stop holding the disproportionate amount of power in a natural progression kind of way, then no, I don't see the problem with that. Like if people so want to okay vote for the, people they okay like or people change. If you're okay with the status quo of the, the, uh, the power distributions in this country, why do you have a problem with me advocating for it to stay this way? If are you okay advocating it, for it to stay this no way or are you advocate? Uh oh, hold on. I think my, did my stream just cut out guys? Am I still here? Hold on. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. My thing cut out. Um, are you really advocating for it to stay the same? Because if you ask me, you're at, you're pushing this creepy pasta, white supremacist wet dream that, oh, boo-hoo, one day this little kid's going to get bullied, so therefore brown people bad, white people losing power, yikesy yikes. Like, this is just every regurgitated groper talking point kind of construed into, like, That's really a cute, tree but, uh, of rhetoric. my question. So, again, we're talking about Congress. We're talking about systems of power. We're talking about democracy and the electorate here and, and people within these uh, our representative groups advocating mm -hmm. for the interests specifically of other racial groups why do you have a problem with people advocating for the best interests of white people especially given that you've already admitted that a lot of this rhetoric and language is going too far i don't have an i don't have an objection to people being okay like advocating on behalf of like hey white people should be treated 
like with decency and be treated like everybody else. I agree with that. But oftentimes this let's, you know, we want to be nice to white people thing quickly becomes at the expense of minority groups. And you're doing it here. You're saying, what's wrong with with caring about my with caring about white people? This isn't just caring about white people. You're saying you care about white people, but it's at the expense of reducing immigration, being against flip that right back on being you against immigrants, that, being like this is you advocating for the, the, the best interests of non-white people is happening at the expense of white people. And I'm here to combat that. I don't think that white people are a problem in this country. I, I actually agree with you that the distributions of power in this country are all right right now, and they should probably stay that way. I mean, so I'm okay the with problem? them changing, but I'm okay with them just changing naturally and everything else. I just think that what you're really coming down to is you're propagating fear here with this little Timmy question. I know that you red-pilled Britney with it, and it's because, like I was saying earlier, it's non-falsifiable. It's a hypothetical. It's impossible to actually disprove because it's not real. It's never happened. It's as if you I told— I've given you half a dozen examples of it's how like, it's already real today. No, you've given me examples You've given me examples of a couple people getting bullied, and you know— get worse. Hold on. Hey, listen. You've given me examples of a couple people getting bullied, which guess what? That's fucked up. That's bad. But you know how we fix it? Introducing more diverse and inclusive areas. So, for example, according to this government website, education.gov, on racist bullying, they go for for all students to feel connected, protected and respected. Schools need to build a culture that is inclusive, values diversity and does not tolerate racist bullying. So this again, is, again, the way that we prevent it. Like forced so, integration, which led to racial tension. What's being forced integration? Are you talking about the 1965 thing that the majority of uh, Americans were in favor of? Or which one was the forced they, integration they, thing? Sure. Well, you could say the majority of, of Americans, like the huge population centers in New York and California that forced. I love how everything's a pivot with you. It's so fucking hilarious. Level bayonets with rifles at Americans in small towns in order to force a school busing of non-white children into their schools. Well, that's you, probably you, you good, have, uh, actually, because that's fighting against racism. So that, that might be kind of base. But that's honestly a conversation for yeah, another time. Either way, when it comes down to either way, when it either way, when it comes down to the either either way, when it either way, when it either way, when it comes down to either way, when it comes down to the racist bullying in schools and the problem that you keep trying to allude to this little Timmy question thing. Like I said, the way that we solve that is not by restricting diversity. Uh, diversity and trying to make it so that there's more white people. Again, racism oftentimes is a is a result of a lack of exposure, right? So if someone is unfamiliar with people that look different than them, they are more likely to be racist. But that doesn't mean that that's a good thing. And that doesn't mean that we should abide by that. Instead, we see according to the various studies, I can send you five different ones, one finding a causal link between living in a more diverse neighborhood and being more pro-social, more inclusive. It is honestly way less likely for this little Timmy thing to become a reality so long as diversity continues in this country. And you can keep on fear-mongering about this and alluding to this and pivoting to that, but at the end of the day, we came here to talk about the little Timmy question, and there is no evidence at all that the little Timmy question is a reality. And I think that's why you keep trying to pivot off of it, is because you realize that this is a dipshit story that 
And that's all it is. It's a creepy pasta. Honestly, I know I'm not the only one laughing at you right now for not understanding how Congress is directly related to the little Timmy question, how state policies and corporate policies and military policies are related to the little Timmy question, how, how children being taught in, in schools that they're evil when you have, you know, children aren't being taught that. See, right there. That's what you do. Every time you gish gallop, it's hilarious. Children being taught. I let you talk for a good five minutes. No, because you lied though. You just lied straight up. You straight up just lied and you, you are gish galloping. Gish galloping is where you spew out a bunch of dumb fuck points when, and you don't give me any chance to respond. So what you, you just, okay, then let's talk about, let's talk about your anti-white No, we're not moving the conversation. We're going to make it personal. Dude, every time, oh, we're going to make it personal. Okay. Wait, did it? White Wait, you came on here and called me a grifter and right said now. I got turned to the and left by my girlfriend. What? Everyone in the white population here <laughs> in America and pretend that you're not okay with racism against white people while spewing racist slurs yourself at the beginning from the get-go. So how are you going to convince all these people who are listening right now that you're not okay with racism against white people while you're spewing anti-white racist slurs? Are you okay right now? I know I've been asking uh, that a lot, you know, but it just, honestly, you seem really mad. I, and every time we start talking, man. so let me get back. So you know, wait, came out talking hey, mod, am I allowed to talk now? Cause I, I feel like I should be able to respond, right? So the reason that he would have justified his response. Holy We're shit. talking about racism. Man. I don't think this guy knows how to stop talking. He's so triggered from the get-go. You know, I waited for a good five minutes, and then, uh, you know, you... You came on here so triggered. You said I'm making dumb fuck points. You're talking about Holy a what, gish gallop or whatever the fuck. This is a gish gallop, and I'm trying matter, to explain man. that, but no, I haven't been able to because you literally will not shut the fuck up for five seconds I'm here. talking about state policies, and you don't understand how that Mio. relates to children in schools? Mio, All right. Hunter respond. So... All right, go ahead. All right, so... A gish gallop, like I said, is when you spew a bunch of dumb fuck talking points and don't give me time to respond. A perfect example of like what you were just saying before we went off on this little tangent here, where you're like, children being taught that they're evil for being white. Stop. That's where I want to stop you. Because that is bullshit. And what you do is you create these insane hypotheticals and then you expect your opponent to play into that hypothetical and that's how you quote unquote beat them in the debate. And I'm not going to fall for it because it's a classic gish gallop move. So yeah, where are white kids being taught that they're evil for being white? Is that actually happening on a broader scale? Or is that happening one time? Was there one time where one teacher said something that was controversial? Or is this happening all the time? Do you have statistics to prove this? Or is this literally just you randing, ramping off talking points? It sounds like you've heard from 4chan. Now you understand that what you just did is a gish gallop, right? Because no. you spewed a bunch of dumb fuck points. I let you talk for two and a half minutes just now, and now you're gonna let me do the same without interrupting, without anti-white racist slurs, without personal attacks. You're gonna let me talk now, okay? Wait, why are you? Oh, hold on, really have, quick, before I let you talk. Yeah, of course, why are? Of course. Before I let you talk. Stop talking. How he are you calling? How, how are you getting mad at me for? But how are you this getting mad exactly at me for personal attacks when you you attacked me yeah, personally uh, you at the know, beginning? You're supposed to stop talking at some point in the debate dude okay you, you, you attacked you me personally talk, in the and debate you and now you're and mad at me for... but you just want to do the you talking the... part right that's that's what this is all about for you but that's not how it works man so okay. here's where it goes when you show i mean everyone knows that the devil is a is a 
the is evil incarnate. It's the symbol of evil incarnate. Uh-huh. So when you draw the devil as a white person holding a wad of cash, and then you hand that to children in fifth grade or whatever and teach them based on that book, yeah, that's teaching them that white people are evil. In fact, if you look at the contents of that book, then uh, that's exactly what it says. And so it's like, uh, no, that's not a lie. That's not a gish gala. That's not a dumb fuck point. I'd really that's like to see that, actually, if you could send that to me. In America right now, and there's nobody advocating for them except people like me. And you Where have was a this pamphlet? With it because you want to be able – it was in New York in, in schools. Now, it, again, it was uh, – you have a problem with it because you want to be able to spew anti-white racist slurs on stream wherever you go just because you think it's funny. And, and you talk about inclusion, you talk about diversity, you talk about equality and, and all of these things, but you're okay with using racist slurs against white people from the onset of a conversation with anybody. How do you justify that, man? How is that equal or inclusive? Um, okay, I called yeah, you... Yeah, it's not. It's I not. I called mean, again, you Mayo it's, because... You're out for being racist while saying that you're against racism... And you have nothing to say at all. No, it's, it's actually – well, hold on. It's actually that I was Googling New York school white people devil, and I wasn't able to find it. So maybe if you could send me a source on that at some time or another. Um, yeah. But again, I called you Mayo or like Mayo Crackers. Yeah, please, I'm, I'm trying to – none of my questions I'm, so far. I'm actually trying to answer your question right now. So – I've already answered this a few times. I called you Mayo because your name is Mayo, and you're also you said like a... Mayo Cracker, actually. Oh, okay, gotcha. So I first called you Mayo and then Mayo Cracker because it was funny because your name is Mayo, right? Yeah, yeah, and it sounds like it's Mayo, an and you're white racist slur. Okay, so all right, it's because you're a white nationalist, um, and also. It when did, did I ever say that? Excuse me? That's a gish gallop. That's a dumb fuck point. You just made that up out of nowhere. I'd like a source for that, please. Give me one time where I've ever described myself as do a you just Hey, you know a debate is where we're supposed to... Hey, buddy, do like you, that. did you know a debate is where we're supposed to go back and forth and talk? We're supposed to have a dialogue. Uh, yeah, did you want to just hear yourself talk? You throw around at, what, mean names for no reason. Did you think this was the time where you're just going to... And have nothing to do with the Personal attacks that are lies. Why don't we focus on that for a second? Why, why don't we step away from the little Timmy question, who I'm beginning to think may have been you in school, actually. So let's step away from the little Timmy question. Instead, talk about why are you getting so fucking hung up on personal attacks when you literally open this debate calling me a sellout who moved to the left because my girlfriend brainwashed me? You realize you, you open think, with that and now are crying about personal attacks? What do you think is worse? That or white nationalist. What you said about me, by far, you are a white oh, nationalist. Yeah. You're advocating literally. From having you're a job peddling in the, the white supremacy talking Does points, dude. Does being a sellout yeah. whose girlfriend convinced you to be a leftist prevent you from getting? Yes or no? Uh, I'm sorry, you cut out at the end. Could you say that yeah, once again? Does being a sellout whose girlfriend convinced you to be a leftist prevent you from getting a job in the future, Hunter? Um, is because that an answer to my question? So that's not actually a true claim at all. That's not like a fair criticism of me at all. Oh, yeah. Who convinced you to be a leftist, if not your girlfriend? No one convinced me to be a leftist. I convinced myself after doing my own <laughs> right, research, listening course. to debates. I did debates myself. I did research. Like, you know, it's this debates thing called like your girlfriend. N- no, like there's a thing called critical thinking. And, you know, sometimes people actually mature as they get older. Right. So. Oh. As really? they get older, yeah. Like, so if I had the same views as I still had as I, when I was nineteen, that would be pretty, pretty silly, right? Like, I'm twenty four years funny, old. I had the I'm same married. Views as you at nineteen. Yeah. Cool. So it's funny because, like, I'm a dad. You know, I have two kids. I'm married, living that trad life, of course. Um. So yeah, you know, it's just I don't know. I guess that's all.
So again, it comes back to how do you justify your racism against white people and your anti-white racist slurs when you are clearly trying to, to pretend that you advocate against racism for all people? You're advocating for equality, right? Does that include because like not I having racial slurs used against you? Dude. I'm white. You're white. We're allowed to say mayo crackers. Now, if a black person said it, I think that that's pretty problematic. We could, of course, have a conversation on whether or not that would be considered racist and, you know, where the line is. Like, uh, are you like when are we allowed to say the N word, for example, who can say the mayo cracker thing? But I feel like that ultimately is a conversation for another day. I, I'm not really sure why you're so mad about it, but clearly it did what it was supposed to do, which was actually offend yeah, you and uh, make you mad. I didn't, I just, I'm surprised because you, know, you just seem really triggered. You seem really triggered. Like you seem really triggered and really offended. And like, it's just funny that you come on here, like literally crying. Like we're, we're hearing your yeah, tears. He's not making points right now. He's just saying you're triggered. You're crying. Well, is I'm trying to explain my, my overall I mean, point. Is this what we're going to moderate and step in so that he can just keep on going like this for another five minutes. It's pathetic. And, and, and really so it's, it's directly relevant to the conversation itself. No, I'm oh not. God. I'm not mad. It's about the topic itself. It's because <laughs> little Timmy, the, the exact question of little Timmy is that people are going to be racist against him and not just people of color, but other white people who are taught that it's OK to be racist against white people, just like you're being and promoting the behavior right now. OK, so again, I already explained why I called you specifically Mayo Cracker. And also, like I said, I'm white, so it's OK for me to say it. What I go so up to you like think if I met a black nationalist, I could call him the N word. No, I'm not sure what that has to do with anything. Like, I wouldn't go walk up to, like, a little kid and be like, yo, what's up? You're a mayo cracker. Like, no, that's probably not cool. And honestly, if someone were to say that to him in school especially, then they probably should face disciplinary measures. But again, the little Timmy question is more about, like, this little boy that's, like, ostracized and bullied, almost segregated because he's white. But again, this is assuming that when white people become a minority, that it's going to just be, like, all of a sudden, less white people and more brown people when a lot of the minority, quote unquote, status is going to come from like interracial marriage. So there's just going to be more like more like brown people. Ultimately, it's not like it's going to be like blacks outnumber whites kind of thing. It's going to be like a much more mixed type of area. And like I said, the reason I'm not worried about it is because thankfully we have various different studies that have already pretty since uh, solidly proven that more diversity leads to less racism. So ultimately, it seems like by continuing this, the flow of immigration that we have, by continuing talks about diversity, um, I think that it's good. You know, I, I agree. Don't essentialize people on the basis of their race, good or bad stuff. And yeah. All set. All right. So again, it. Uh, I mean, you want to talk about diversity you want to talk about inclusion if the uh if the the biggest cause of of minorities rising is in interracial marriage and mixing then what's your problem with with stopping immigration to not make it worse to have foreign nationals with a different background who by the way have uh inherently they don't work as well together as people with similar backgrounds regardless of what you teach them um and, and it's also it's stated in in pew research so there people are already people in this country this kind of, that. Hey, I let you talk, man. Where's the moderators? All right. So we've got uh, we've got force feeding can act, this kind of bias can in, 
it can uh, or force feeding inclusion can activate bias rather than stamp it out. It says the positive effects of diversity trading rarely last a day or two, and a number of studies suggest that it can activate bias or spark a backlash. It says that having folks with very different backgrounds working together is also a source of conflict. So given that that's so the case, that could be you know, with, with very people, like mixing together who have a, sh a similar shared background of being Americans, I'm less concerned with that than I am with foreigners, foreign nationals coming here, getting the right d legal documents through immigration or amnesty and, and not working as well together with us and with you. OK, so what actually to force feed this kind of diversity training into our system? So I'm not sure what, where that study was done and if that diversity training was like referring to schools or not. But of course, if people have like various different backgrounds, that could sometimes lead to them not working as well together. But again, there are people with different backgrounds that are white. There are white people in this country with wildly different backgrounds trying to put a white lumberjack working with some CEO black millionaire in New York City. They're going to have different backgrounds or if sorry, a white millionaire CEO, they're going to have different backgrounds. It's going to be harder for them to work together. However, thankfully, we have studies also that show that when they their backgrounds are more similar, which immigrants assimilate at higher rates, Muslims, for example, are more progressive than white evangelicals and immigrants tend to, on average, commit less crime. Even more so, we can see here, according to McKinsey.com, I'm showing this on my screen, how data suggests diversity correlates with better financial performance. And it shows how when companies specifically uh, embrace more diversity, they outperform when it comes to earnings. So diversity absolutely plays a benefit in the workforce. Your idea that like different backgrounds don't work as well could be true, but that would apply with white people with different backgrounds too. Doesn't really speak to anything to do with immigrants. Whereas I actually have studies that show that diversity directly plays a correlative role in boosting profits because it brings people with more insights, more context, more nuance, and overall more efficiency. All right. Well, there it is. I mean, again, it's, it's, you just said it yourself. The, the argument for all this is to increase the GDP for the giant corporations. No, that's a enough, what? Whoa, I let you talk for a good five minutes just now, It's just man, the pivots right? are insane, but I'm sorry. you step in on your behalf when all I right. get, what, 15 seconds to all talk right, to your Neil, five yeah. minutes. That's absurd. All right, go ahead, Neil. All right, so now we've got, uh, I mean, it's, what, I'm five seconds into talking and this dude is interrupting already? All right, so again, we've got, you said that, it increases the, the profits for these, these mega corporations like Amazon. Well, guess what diversity also does? It decreases unionization. It makes it so that people are less likely to unionize. What does it take to form a union? It takes social cohesion. It takes trust. It takes people trusting each other and working together for a common goal and a common good. Not for the corporation, but for their own best interests as a people. Now, they're less likely to do that when you have more diversity. So you take that principle but and expand it into our country at more large. Democrat. And, and well, hey, I'm still talking, man. You in, increase that to us at large and uh, in our nation of people. And, and we're less likely to have a union. We're, we're less likely to, to have trust, social cohesion, work together. It's interesting also that you said that uh, what Muslims or oh, that immigrants are more likely to assimilate 
more likely than who? You said why? Because Muslims are more progressive? So your idea of assimilation is how progressive people are? Sorry, that's not how this country works. We've got two parties, and they're all just as American as each other. The last point is what? that these people – you said, well, you've got white people in this country who are different from each other, have different backgrounds and stories, and that's true. And they're less likely to work together, a lumberjack and a CEO, than two lumberjacks working together. However, all Americans are more likely to work together than people from foreign nations, especially those who don't even speak the same language as them. Um. Okay, so again, we're kind of back to the the main argument, which is that diversity is going to hurt social cohesion, which, uh, again, you brought up the union thing. I've heard that stat before. I'm not as familiar with it. I, I know that it's based on some shoddy data. Unfortunately, I'm, I would have to look into it a little bit more. But even so, it doesn't really matter because generally speaking, like I said earlier, uh, brown people tend to vote more Democrat and Democrats, generally speaking, tend to be in more support of unions, especially when it comes to the case of like Joe Biden, for example. Also, when we're talking about diversity hurting social cohesion, it's just not true. For example, you can talk about like changes in trust, but oftentimes if there's a decrease in trust, it's because of polarization and economic instability. So it sh says right here, according to a longitudinal study in 22 European countries with low polarization and a good economy, immigration was shown to actually increase social trust. So this idea that social cohesion will be harmed by immigrants, again, a long term talking point by white nationalists, no evidence of it. There has been study after study, no Never proof of it. Yeah. I, I, or do you not like that I bring up studies or something? Do you want me to send you this uh, no, one No, I'm talking about white nationalists. You have no reason to say that. It's a lie. It's not true at all. I've never <laughs> said anything like that. I've never advocated for white nationalism, ethno-nationalism. I've never said anything like that at all whatsoever. Do you even know what the definition of white nationalism is? So study three, for example, found that people living yeah, in more uh, ethnically diverse countries were more likely to report having helped a stranger in the past month. Providing evidence of the underlying mechanism, study four found that people living in more racially diverse neighborhoods were more likely to identify with all of humanity, which explained their greater likelihood of having helped a stranger in the past month. And then finally, study five found a causal effect with people who were in more diverse areas being more willing, willing to help their fellow neighbor, more pro-social overall. So, no, I completely reject your social cohesion argument. All right, well, all that said... Everyone knows that studies can be biased. In fact, in the social sciences, we, there's a replication crisis where most of the studies, more than half of them, actually haven't been replicated at all. And it's, it's largely due to bias in the methodology. I'm so, aware of know, that, but that exists all that in all kinds of fields. Hey, and the, how long did I just let you talk, man? How many times are we going to play this game? I was just hoping we could have like, an ex, like a back at all? and forth. This is probably why you ended up the way that you are, is you have no idea how to listen at all whatsoever to anyone else who's not just agreeing with you. Except to my girlfriend, apparently, because she was able to convince me, right? So I don't listen to you, but I listen to my girlfriend uh, when she yeah, agrees with we, me, right? We all know that you're completely whipped, dude. So it's like you don't have to admit that on stream. It's just now, apparently I only said, listen to people that agree with me, but yet I listen to my yeah, wife who was unless, able to brainwash me and to be a liberal. I don't know. I'm going to sleep with you and they're holding out if you don't, I guess. <laughs> got it. So yeah. Try again, make it make sense. Again, I got it, buddy. It's, uh, we're, we're going back to the, uh, the social cohesion. We can take all of those studies with a grain of salt, Wrong. knowing that they haven't been replicated, knowing Wrong. that they, they have no um, – the, the methodology is probably biased, 
and we can really look at the bottom line of people who don't lie, and that is the corporations working for the bottom line of their dollar. Amazon does not lie to themselves in their own internal, internal documents when they are looking at what causes or stops unionization. In fact, that's something they take deadly seriously. There are leaked Amazon documents where they, they, they show that they have uh, data analytics which track what makes a store more or less likely to unionize, and they have found a negative correlation between diversity and unionization, meaning the Amazon more found that. that Wait, you're believing had. what the massive corporation mm-hmm. found? They're saying they're against unions, uh, right? No, these are leaked. They didn't want this to get out. This is what they they look up and, and what they track in order to figure out what makes a store less likely to unionize. Believe me, that's worth more than any. Social I don't know. I heard Amazon study. has a replication crisis, so I think that we should take that with a grain of salt. Uh, yeah, you know, that's Meanwhile, hilarious. wait, quick question. If Amazon there's a replication, hey, quick question. If there's people from unionizing i got it so if there's a problem here with this you really don't want to hear this point but i let you talk man now amazon they they (laughs) have negative correlation between diversity and unionization what that means is the more diversity a store has the less likely they are to unionize it's that simple are you done yeah, I'm done now. Go so ahead. So it's really, really ironic, and it shows just how fucking disingenuous you are that you would say we can write off my studies because there's a replication crisis, and now you're citing an Amazon study to me that was leaked yeah, on their internal memo, memo, whatever, that said it was found with a lower correlation. I don't care. At the end of the day, of I don't care. And I don't know why you did me. either because I thought that you hate the big corporations. Second of all, these are this – if you want to talk about a replication crisis, fine, that there is a replication crisis at times. However, this has been borne out in various different data sets, okay? This has been replicated, my friend, repeatedly. Five different studies found that people uh, in racially diverse neighborhoods are more pro-social. Another study found that white people become less racist just by moving to diverse areas. Even if they don't interact with other people, they tend to become less racist. This is borne out in the data. You have your leaked Amazon memo and that's cute and all, and you can hold on to that. Maybe, I don't know, jerk off into it tonight as you cry yourself to sleep. But I actually have data and studies here that indicate that diversity overall benefits social cohesion. And no, it does not benefit the massive corporations. It rather shows that companies of all sizes are more effective when they have diversity. And that's because, like I said, it brings in more nuance, more context, more experiences that contributes to overall better uh, efficacy of that company. So... No, this isn't about benefiting the large corporations. I don't know what you're going to try to pivot to next, but this is just not happening, my friend. You're living in a fantasy world right now. Again, you're talking about the GDP. You're talking about profits, and what? And there's a there are there's a book written about that. Wasn't the only thing I brought up. I brought up social cohesion too. Man, how many times am I going to have to tell you to stop interrupting me? It's just everything you say is wrong, so I have to cut in. I'm sorry. Conversation with anybody at all. You must be a lot of fun to talk to, man. Like seriously. Except for my girlfriend, like, apparently. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Well, everybody can tell. I mean, you, like everybody can tell right now that what you're doing is pathetic. 
You uh-huh. are so scared to hear what I have to say next You're that right. you don't. And, and honestly, I'm it's, quivering. It's just fight. It's right along with your track record being scared of debates, refusing yep. to debate Nick Fuentes unless it's a two v two, refusing to debate someone like even Big Papa fascist. Hey, how come oh, you're being personal well, I can't, now? I can't, I can't why is he him. insulting I'm, I'm me? Hey, mods. I'm weak at debating. So mods. I'm just talk the whole time. Why is he I being mean to me, mods? I, why, can we stop with the ad hom attacks, please? I thought we we're here to talk about little uh, Timmy, you, buddy. You know, I heard a couple from you just in the last couple minutes. So you know, it's it, we can stop on both sides if you like. We can stop this white nationalist rhetoric. We can stop the anti-white slurs that you've been spewing. We can stop this bullshit about crying. It's not anti-white slurs. I'm but, white, uh, everything bro. Everything I'm saying is true. And facts. What yep. you're saying is a lie. And so it's like everything <laughs> I'm saying is Every- true. Yep. Everything he's saying is true. Everything I'm saying is a lie. Powerful uh, yeah. rhetoric right here, Mayo. Wow. Yes. Dude, hold on. Shh. What's that? I just heard three more people getting red-pilled. Oh, my God, dude. So powerful. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, yeah I know. Just, everything you say is just I correct. Everything I say is just wrong now, because you say so. Meanwhile, I actually have data that heavily indicates that diversity leads to less racism. I'm going to keep... I know I'm going to... Because I'm going to keep saying it because that's the truth because it's actually... No, I am going to keep talking because... No, because you won't ever shut the fuck next. up and you want to pivot to five different topics. You're scared to debate anybody at all that there right. is. And it's pathetic. Yep. I'm, and I'm honestly really delivering. Not reach other, please. I'm sorry. I, I just got really scared there. I'm sorry. Um, all right. So, so yeah. Do you want to get back to the attacks or do you want to go back to the topic? It's up to you. Yeah. Back to the topic. It says a lot about you that you don't understand that the, the one thing that the big major corporations that are the most successful in this country are good at is making money. It's proving to themselves, it's it's tracking data and using the analytics to figure out what makes the most money and to figure out what keeps their workers from unionizing. That's something they do very well. Whether you like what they're doing or not, you have to admit that that is one of their greatest strengths. And again, using their own data and analytics, not your non-replicatable studies not using even five studies using different metrics all by different each other this this data shows that you have what less social cohesion less likely to unionize or less likelihood to unionize the more diversity that you have and again i would even go against here's a direct uh counter argument to your points that you made in your studies you're talking about how people when they grow up with diversity that they are more likely to all work together and you know what even if that's the case it's the people who are naturally growing up in more diversity more diverse neighborhoods here in america they are it's it's you know what fine they're growing up they're they're less opposed to each other all well and good what i'm talking about is people who are foreigners coming into this country who have Again, all the studies, this Pew Research, many, many studies are showing that people with different backgrounds, people with different shared Everybody knows and stories this. are less likely to work with each other. So again, Everybody I'm not opposed to, to people from different areas within America all moving to be all together with one another and sing Kumbaya. I'm opposed to you bringing in foreigners from different nations that are less likely to work together with any Americans and and uh, and have social cohesion and trust issues with them. 
that's so I don't know if we're going to I don't know how much longer the debate we have, but we're going to start just looping because basically he's kind of said this and then I'm saying the same thing. Yeah, you're right. I'm I'm honestly quivering. No, no, we don't need to get there just yet. It's just that like he's just saying the same thing that you've kind of already said, Maya. Like we've already gone over this already. Like, um, no, (laughs) as diversity increases, people become here's another study for you. I'll go ahead and send this one over to you right here. Actually, this comes from, um. Uh, as diversity increases, people perceive social groups as more similar. At national, state, and individual levels, more diversity is associated with less stereotype dispersion. So, again, I'm really just trying to keep us on the subject of Little Timmy. And I think that overall, throughout this conversation, I have pretty handily proven that there is no indication that we are heading in a direction that. There's going to be a little white boy bullied for being white and that that's just going to be like acceptable, okay, normal behavior. That is not going to happen, whereas we have way more evidence that diversity has benefited America greatly. For example, there are multiple different items that you use every single day. All of us use every single day that were invented by black people. Like there are so many ways in which diversity has overall improved our society and Even when we're talking about immigrants, they pay more into social welfare systems than they take out. They great. They sure they greatly benefit the economy. And you can go ahead and say that's just the GDP. But you know what? That benefits working middle class white Americans, too. That benefits everyone. Immigrants being here benefits everyone. And your scare stories, your wet dream that one day some little boy is going to get bullied and is going to get treated as bad as you like to treat black people is just bullshit. It's not going to happen. And the thing is, is I know that at the end of this conversation, even though there's so much evidence to show that white people are in disproportionate positions of power and that we're heading in a more inclusive direction, I know that none of this is going to register with you because at the end of the day, this isn't a real argument. It's because you're racist. You don't like brown people. You you <laughs> feel uncomfortable by them. They give you this kind of uncomfortable gut feeling. You feel like you kind of want to go poopy in your in your pants. And oh, that's Bernie, really what this is all coming. the personal attacks? I'm so scared. I that's just like what this really comes down to at the end me. of the day is because I know no matter. Uh, what, you're a racist, white nationalist. Cracker. Right. Because I know no matter what I say, <laughs> I know no matter what I say or how many times this is debunked, you're going to just keep on regurgitating and repeating the same brain dead, dumb fuck talking point. All right. Because, so I count five yeah. minutes. That mean I get five minutes now? Yeah. Okay. So here we go. It's uh, again, this is not uh, just simply repeating the same points. We are talking about the fact that people of different backgrounds, they do not work well together. And uh, again, we can do my studies versus your studies. It's like the results are based on like who funded the study, who conducted the research. It's like you can, you know, we can go back and forth with that all day long. All right. Could you actually look at my study and tell me if it's invalid, please? I got 30 seconds in before you interrupted. Holy shit, man. You really don't know how to shut your damn mouth, do you? So, again, getting to the point here, we have Americans – you're arguing for Americans growing up in their diverse communities across the United States. You're arguing for Americans all moving together and and working together well, being less racist against each other. All well and good. Whatever. Fine. I'll grant you all of it. But, again, we have the issue that 
foreigners with a different shared story, a different history, who speak a different language than us, who won't ever speak our language the same way we do, all coming here, and they are less likely to work together, more likely likely to have bias and social cohesion issues than, than Americans. And, and, and it's because they are different. It's because they are not us. And so you're, you're like arguing beside the point. You're arguing for Americans who are all together, working together and moving in different diverse communities. I'm arguing against foreign nationals coming here who will inherently cause problems with us. Now, and, and it's not That's they're not the ones causing the problems. It's that people from different shared histories coming together, it inherently causes problems. And so, again, I'm arguing against everyone immigration different because history. these people right? – no, everyone doesn't everyone. have a shared White people history. have different We're all histories. just stardust, man. We're all just humans. No, that's not what that I said. It's funny. Work. You can't even engage with an actual argument without, like, hyperbolizing the opponent to, to like, absurdity. It's actually really hilarious. Oh, yeah, right. But, you know, it says the guy who's calling me white nationalist racist because I dude, oppose you're, immigration. <laughs> you're over here worrying, like, fear-mongering, crying your eyes out about white people becoming a minority. Like, what, what am I supposed to walk away from that? Again, I'm talking about I, immigration issues. I'm talking about people. I know you I, are, but you just you keep with a, studies. I presented you with data. I presented you with studies and data. Your data will, so will far. inherently cause problems with us. And, and you're arguing for more of those people to come in. You're arguing for more problems. The exact problems that little Timmy is facing. I'm not arguing for more problems. What, your more problems is one thing today. that people with different backgrounds don't work as well together, which is true. Thankfully, immigrants tend to assimilate. Thank goodness, right? So, Do you not understand what also, background means? There's, hold on. Also, there's a difference, right? White people have different backgrounds. I'm going to keep saying it because you keep bringing up the same thing. There are white not people. Not as different that, as foreigners from yes, foreign nations. Yes, just as different. Moron. Yes. If someone comes over here and is – it doesn't matter how different or how much the same they even are. But there are. There oh, absolutely are. Oh, a lumberjack and a trucker is just as different as people in China and Latin America I'm not saying Africa, they're all right? the same. No, See, there you go not, again. Man. Hyperbolizing. There you go again. Hyperbolizing. Uh, no, they're foreigners from it's the countries hilarious. that you want to bring them in no, from. No, they're foreigners American. who are people that are coming here because they want to usually pursue better lives or – it doesn't matter what they want. They have a different background. They're less likely to work together, man. It's that simple. It's that's just not true. When we have way yeah, more no, data, suggest from Pew Re when we have Pew research disagree people with, with you, different man. backgrounds doesn't mean people of different ethnicities or people of different races. So once people assimilate, it's quite obvious again that diversity has an overall beneficial uh, outcome on society. I don't know if I need to send you this study again that showed how all of these companies were. Um, able to generate more revenue from having diversity specifically, that diversity had like a strong correlative effect. I don't know how many times I need to bring this up. I know you want to cite like the like Amazon said in a leaked email that diversity was bad. So it's bad kind of thing. But yeah, I don't know. Oh, I just, right. That's it's, what I said. It's I'm just the one is, hyperbolized. Well, yeah, here. you're very much like you're all over the place. And it's it's obvious, too, how mad you are, because when you fall I'm off the dialogue the tree, you get really, really frustrated. Yeah. And then Again, it kind of just derails the conversation. About assimilation the whole time. And I'm talking about backgrounds. Do you understand how those two things are different, Hunter? Can you wrap your head around what apparently a don't? Is I think I need a I think I need no a higher IQ. assimilation that gives you the same background. I think I need a higher IQ to understand that concept. I that think a I background need a is where you're understand. from, and assimilation is where you go. It doesn't matter about assimilation. If you have a different background, all the studies show you're less likely to work together. Assimil assimilation aside, 
And these people are from a different country. Just if country, they're less likely they to work story. together, doesn't actually mean history. that they're not going to get like along the same way. And again, uh, yeah, no, how exactly come you're citing studies, studies now? But they're wait, from, wait, wait. How come? How come background. my studies there's there's uh, replication issues and they should be taken with a grain of salt? But now you're using studies. Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, nobody um, should use any studies. It's again, Mio. it's like take all of it with a grain of salt. Okay. Mia, can I uh, ask a question? Yeah, go ahead. Are Are you okay? Would you be against? Um, Immigrants from like Western European countries coming here? Yeah, no, I, th I think so. It's uh, they're not us. They have a completely different story. They would vote in story. wildly different ways than than most Americans today. Yeah, there is the American mean? ethos of the historic America. Do you not understand? What do you mean about vote the differently? Story? Like white you know people vote super differently than other white people. International relations perspective, Hunter. It's just Have you, you ever say that they're going to vote on this at all. Well, no, no, no. It was that you said you vote. They're going to vote really differently. But it's like white people vote really differently than other white people also like i'm not really uh, sure yeah what... but not but for different reasons they have di sure they have different ideas in their heads but uh but we do have some things in common if you want to talk about like uh you know spaniards or or italians or, or germans or you know hungarians or whatever coming here then uh they're gonna have different ideas in their heads and you know what they are less likely to work together than america with us than other americans because they have a different shared history a different background a different shared story which it's like okay you know what throw out all the studies it's obvious man if you put people from different countries who speak different languages who mm -hmm. have who grew up on different nursery rhymes and stories and ideas in their heads who have, okay, like completely different backgrounds all together <laughs> They are less likely to work together than yep. people who were all raised the same, who I went agree. to the same type of summer schools, who went to the same, the, you know, the same schools, who, who had similar backgrounds. It's obvious that they're less likely to work together. You don't even have to use your brain that much for that. And so it's like, yeah, I'd be a, as opposed to Europeans coming here as uh, anybody else. I don't think we need any more immigrants in this country right now. I think that uh, really what needs to happen is we just need to. To put in a moratorium on all. I think we need to shut it down. I think our country has a lot of problems that we need to sort out. We already have social cohesion. We have racial tensions at basically an all-time high, and uh, and it's like, you know, we need to deal so with this stuff come... before we bring in more foreigners who will only increase the social co its cohesion issues and racial right. tensions. Right. Okay. So, would you do you think that we've taken more immigrants? Would you agree that we've taken more immigrants in over the period of like from 2007 to 2016 or so? Like from that time then period, what? I don't know. Just like the similar amount, if not more, than so. all of the rest of American history combined, or what? No, not more than American combined. It's just that, like, even from like 2007 to 2016, like conscious and unconscious bias regarding race declined, right? So it's like, where is the social cohesion being harmed here? More uh, diversity, no, actually, less actually racist attitudes. Have, what What's really happened is you have uh, racial tensions. At, uh, they, they went down uh, around 2008 when, when Barack Obama got elected. And, and there, was, um, you know, there was a lot of hope about that. People called it transformational uh, for, for the country. Or, did I say that right? Yeah. And, and, but really what happened is, is after all of that, the racial tensions increased and got to the point where they're like worse than 1965 today. They are they're like at the worst levels in American history, and it's uh, and it seems like the trends are heading for things to get worse. And so it's like bringing in foreigners who have a different shared story than us, a different shared history, a different background altogether would only escalate those tensions, would only make it worse.
okay, do you just like feel that way or do you just like think it's going to happen magically? Like I, the thing is, okay, I'll be honest. I don't have 145 IQ. So maybe now that you do, you're able to like read the future. Oh, or believe me, but I it's can just tell that, like, and so can everybody in chat I know it's right just now. like, this is happening. I'm telling the truth. Like just asserting something doesn't actually make it true. Where like, I actually have like data points suggesting that like, the <laughs> trends are heading more Using your brain makes towards... it true if, you're, uh, if you have a brain at all. No, which makes it's sense. more, entire right, have a brain at all. It's more about the direction. Like, you don't at, have like, one. You need to be told what to think by the TV. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That's exactly how it goes, my dude. Because what I'm saying is blatantly obvious that people that have a shared story, they were, are more likely to work together than people from different backgrounds. I mean, think I about honestly it like think this. if everyone you had yourself, a mandatory, you've got a lumberjack like, and you've got a CEO and they're less likely to work together than two, two lumberjacks to, to have things in common, to understand each other, to be able to speak on the same level. But that has nothing level. to do with race it's the same thing. or it's the, social yeah, it's the same, or Well, no, it has to do with foreigners from different nations. And again, it's like uh, the, the, the lumberjack, the CEO, the trucker, they're all more likely to work together as, as people who were raised in America as Americans or maybe it's than they are the with same anyone else field. from any other country. Dude, maybe they're just in the same in the same career field, and that's why they work out. I don't know. I, I know you have your like uh, research no, thing. Like, uh, of again, course, I'm, people I'm with different quoting... backgrounds might not always get along the best. But again, I, I guess we're just going to keep re repeating the same things. But like, when it comes to immigrants assimilating, that's always beneficial. And when it comes to like, no, it's because you just keep on repeating the same thing. Like this conversation's been looping now for like almost a half an hour. Okay. Well, then here's a new question for you. You uh, do you live in a diverse, highly diverse neighborhood yourself? Hunter? I don't think I'm gonna go down your line of interrogation. Oh yeah, do we of want to move into not, the Q and A? Of course not. Yeah, it's, he's living in a in a white, majority white, gated community mm -hmm. and advocating mm -hmm. for everybody else to be bringing in more foreigners into this country who no, are I'm, largely just I'm low literally... skilled workers. Everyone saw the pictures of the southern border. How it, I mean, it basically looks like Holy Haiti shit, under that bridge. Dude, now. are you all right? And uh, can and you it's stop? Like, do you yeah, know yeah, hey, why, I mean, Hunter, why don't you just send your kids do you know to a majority black school? Here we go again, hyperbolizing. You know, school. Why don't you just send your kids into the pit of night in Chicago, huh, Hunter? So how More progressive now? Got them. Oh, racist. Oh, he don't got, you want so your kids right surrounded now. by beautiful people of color? So oh, they're not I'm as getting racist? destroyed. Oh, Isn't that Mayo. what you said I'm sorry, is going to happen, be, man? Hold on. I'm sorry. I don't want to be racist. <clears throat> Mayo, thank you for the conversation very much, my friend. Do we want to move into the Q&A now? I know you've been very <laughs> mad this whole time. He but... is so terrified to let his kids around non-white people. He won't answer the question. Yeah, you can argue this all this stuff This is actually irrelevant to everything else, and I'm fine with my kids being around non-white When it comes to you and your children, your girlfriend, your wife, you're going to make sure that they live in a majority white That's neighborhood. That's bullshit. I don't look at – hold on. No. Actually, you know what? I'm going to push back against this because what you do is you just assert lies and then you laugh and snicker about it like in typical Groyper fashion. Well, why not it's complete fucking bullshit, simple, okay? Why not first of all, I, first of all, when my daughter was born, all right, I lived in a majority black neighborhood at the time when my daughter was born. So for you to even say that, bullshit, okay? I'm not so an – So you moved hold out on. of a majority Am I even allowed to area? talk? Holy into shit. a majority white area? <laughs> I moved for work. Hunter, oh my God! So let me let me right go ahead and now, give you a quick man, little. That's racism, don't you yep. know? That's this systemic racism. Is this how you? What is the is deal? This your, like, you is this your like Is this your version of winning? From a majority non-white right, area. So I guess I'm just going to keep talking since this guy's clearly too delusional area. to know when to shut Why the fuck up. Why did you do that, Hunter? So anyway, what happened was first I was in a neighborhood that was majority black, and then uh, both for work-related reasons and to be closer to family, we moved to a different apartment, and then moved again, and now who knows? We might even be moving again. You know, usually when I move, why does your family? 
only want to live in a majority white me, area. It had nothing to do with majority white people. See, it's really funny because, again, you complain a lot about how, oh no, people are essentializing white people as being this bad, these bad people. You essentialize white people all day, every fucking day. And the thing is, is that I don't actually look at like, who's black and who's white are there more black people are there more white people in this area because what it is is i'm not an insecure little bitch who needs to rely on the fact that i'm white in order to give <laughs> me some kind of confidence Hunter? well hold on Funny i don't I didn't hold on even can i can i respond please hold on wait can i respond please because i hold on can i respond please because what it really comes Go down ahead. to is i'm not afraid of like the white people becoming a minority because I don't hold on to some like confidence. I don't hold confidence in the fact that like I'm white and people around me look white. Like, I, I don't know about you, maybe like it without a lot of accomplishments, that might be like something you want to hold on to. But like as a guy living the trad life with a wife and two kids, I don't know. It just it, it seems really, really silly to me, you know? Oh, all right, man. It's you know what? I, I will I will end this since you're so desperate to get out of here, man. I'll throw you an olive branch. I'm so desperate to get out. Here. Oh, please. I'll say please let I'll me out of the ring, Daddy. Much. I hope <laughs> that that your kids, when they grow up, that they don't turn into little Timmy and little Tiffany, and that they're treated well. I hope that they don't experience the violence that that non-white people are committing all across the country against white people. I hope they're not taught to hate themselves by people like you. I would but, actually uh, like I guess to interject we'll see how that quick turns too. out. I really wish the best for them. I'm glad that you're having children, you know, uh, you know, repopulate this country. It's it's all for the best. So I'm really happy. As a groper, you, I, you know, you are a groper. I'd appreciate if you stop talking about my kids, please. That's kind of creepy. But I would Dang, actually I like want to bring up really quickly. the best for your children growing up? Get the fuck out of so, here. So really quick, I actually I, have I tried a... being nice. You all saw it, man. So I have... tried to make it weird. So I have a Why way better. Why are to a weird place when it comes to kids, Hunter? It was just a groiper talking about my kids. It just has a very icky kind of connotation with Nick Fuentes' history and everything else. But uh, what I really am worried about Nick too is, is that with kids. he's a wonderful guy. He's honestly one of like way more polite than you are. Oh, in that's every so cute. So I have a one too for you. I have a question for you. For and it's... Talk. He's, he's always patient. He's kind. He's charitable, more charitable than you, I'd imagine. So I have and, a question uh, now. I have yeah, a different overall, question. just a really good guy. So why cool. won't you debate him, Hunter? Why are you so scared? It's a little... Aren't you like super straight? Like it's kind of why are you sucking his why dick are you, right now? Why That's are you so, so creepy. scared? Oh my god! To debate this man, why Hunter? are you sucking his dick right now? Are you gay? <laughs> oh, you're acting oh, really man. degenerate here. So let's okay, hear, let me ask you this hear, question really let's quickly. Let's the answer to so, the challenge. When it comes Hunter, to the why little won't you debate oh Nick Fuentes, dude, on uh, anything at when all. It comes why are you so scared to, to debate anybody? The, I'm. I've been debating. It's probably you for... because things like what Buddy. happened today, huh? But yeah, I mean, I've been debating you for the last half hour, my friend. Okay, listen. No, please. Here's my please example. Please let okay? me go. Please, I can, can we go to the Q and A? Are we done yet? We've we've been running in circles. I don't like this. I'm uncomfortable. You're a little bitch. You're gonna cry yourself to sleep. You're a griper. You're a white nationalist, racist mayo cracker. This guy is actually it's really like, mad. Uh, that's the entire history of this debate. You can just click clip that, and uh, nobody needs to even watch it at this point. Okay. So, yep. I guess we I can got, finish got this wrecked. off. We can ask Brittany. Did, <laughs> Mayo did Cracker Hunter wreck me. Smack down little Timmy. Put the drive the nails into his coffin and <laughs> and on red pill you. Have you taken the blue pill and you're no longer scared of what's going to happen because Hunter's so smart and his facts and evidence just. I mean, there is a lot of evidence suggesting away. that it's not going to happen. Yeah. And really, um, what you have is feelings and fear and hypotheticals at the end of the day. 
Also, I never got to pose my question, which was actually the little Jamal question. Okay, <laughs> And this is my version of a hypothetical future in which uh, Mayo becomes a, the, the ruler or whatever. Uh -oh. Okay, so with both the rise of white supremacy violence, the persistence of systemic racism and people like Mayo and other groupers, it only follows that Jamal will inevitably be bullied by his peers, thrown in prison unfairly, or potentially even killed. And that is the debate next time. Maybe next time me and Mayo can talk about the little Jamal question, because right now there's way more evidence that that future could actually become a reality instead of the one where little Timmy is oppressed for being white. Sounds interesting. Could be a fun topic. You know, I'm, uh, I don't I'd be shocked and surprised if you're uh, even willing to have another conversation but uh hey you it know depends. I'm always are you gonna down. bring up my wife I'm again like vibing. that was really creepy hanging out. <laughs> so weird i'm uh having a good time what saying that your wife convinced you in politics well like, no what grow it, up dude. no no no. what was weird about oh, it he's bringing up my kids he said he wished the best for them after no, i brought what it was them up what was How weird about horrible. it is that it was like oh the horror what was yeah, weird right, about dude. okay buddy what was weird about it was more more like we're here we were here to talk about a specific topic and then you like threw in like some random personal attack on me and like that my girlfriend changed my mind that's why it was like so out of left field like that, that would be so weird yeah, if I well, everybody like knows that, something but... happened man because uh honestly it's like you what your youtube channel's obviously gone way downhill is it's this like, what you'd rather I've debate on would you rather you, just like, debate on about your engagement ever since you got totally cucked and now it's like well, well i can't piss off my girlfriend by being right wing anymore crying so about I have my to engagement when did this happen? i used to say yeah, it's I, yeah. Shit. I've seen the clips, dude. When did Everybody I cry about my engagement? Up. Yeah, uh, it's honestly, it's wait, embarrassing. Can I, I ask you seriously? Am I allowed to talk? Am I allowed to respond? Are there actually clips out there where I'm saying that my wife forced me to do it and I'm crying about my engagement? Oh, but believe me, it's uh, it, it's implied. You can tell okay, that got that's it. why it happened. <laughs> got it. It's uh, like, oh, one forty-five mind reader IQ boy, back somebody. at it again. You Dude, know, it's hilarious. Apparently, you know the future. The, you know my thoughts. This is insane. Man in your relationship, if you're not living a truly traditional Christian life, where you you hold the reins in the relationship, you're the man wearing the pants, which everyone can tell you're not that guy. Then uh, it turns out that your woman is the one running yep. the relationship. I I'll have to embrace Christ, to and I'll pray holding for you, okay, out buddy. on you whenever she wants to, instead of you <laughs> taking it whenever you want to. <laughs> And, taking uh, it, know, holy like shit, dude! I hope you're not married. In your relationship dude, without listen to this guy. This wife, is dude. fucking hysterical. He comes over are. here. He says it was creepy. For he says, "Why are you implying that it was creepy for me to bring up your wife and your kids?" And then you go over here. We know she holds out instead of you taking it whenever you want. Holy uh, shit! That's are you a more virgin, of a my friend? On your character are you okay, itself, man? Oh my god! I know god. that you're not that guy. Is that what you think right? sex is like? That's not I what it's like, by the way. At least it shouldn't be. That you have is uh, not that type. It, it has nothing to do. I've never seen your wife. I don't know what she looks like. I, I don't know anything just, about I, your wife. I'm just shocked at how mad you are about my about existence. You. I do know what you look like. I've seen your your posture, the way you carry yourself. I see how weaselly and pathetic Bruh, you're, you are how are in you, every you can't roast my pants have, if you don't have a picture. How cowardly you are when you avoid any conversation with all these people. <laughs> 
that you're so terrified of. Dude, you don't and everybody have a knows what the nature of any kind of dynamic of any relationship that you're in. Has. Guys, look, he doesn't so, even have honestly, a picture. I'm embarrassed for you. It was it was humiliating. How like, are you just roasting my appearance when you don't have a picture? Looking at your this analytics oh my and crying, God. literally crying about like your lack of engagement and how nobody watches your stuff anymore because you're so pathetic now. All and right. honestly, so it's can I respond uh, yet? Or am I? Yeah, am I gonna, are you yeah, done yet? Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, then we'll go to Q&A. All right, yeah, no, it's just, it's amazing. Uh, this is really cool. I guess this is what happens when you have 145 IQ. This is really cool. Apparently, Mayo Cracker here is able to not only read the fucking future, but he's also able to read my mind, tell me my intention, and tell me what I'm doing off camera, which is a little creepy, but overall pretty cool. Wow, very surprising. I guess this is what the uh, what 145 IQ is like. Yeah, um, you wouldn't yeah, understand with a sub. By the way, I look forward to reading. I look forward to reading your uh, your novel called "The Little Timmy Question" because that's all it is. It is a fantasy based on nothing. Thankfully, there's deal. plenty of huh. data that shows otherwise. And lastly, really quick before we go into the Q and A, Mayo, marital rape is bad. Okay, I don't know if you know that. Just oh, letting you yeah, know. Right. All right, we can go ahead to go yeah, into the Q and A now, of Courtney. Course. Thanks again. Actually, the the Bible says uh, not to hold out on each other. Oh wow, and, uh, the Bible. Take care yes. of each Such other and come Bible. together. Right. But of course, I'm muting Mayo until we move into the. Uh, I'm gonna just like mute the stream like until we move on to the, the thing. Right. Yeah, of course. Let's no, we're on. good. All right. Yeah, yeah. So. Let's um, yeah, let's hear it. All right. Um, just before we get to the Q and A, so. Well, let's oh, start yeah. the Q&A. Questions from Justin. Yeah, go ahead, Justin. Um, so I didn't want to like cut into your debate, but um, I have one for each of you. Uh, Mio, are you okay with minorities holding power? And would you be okay with mon a minority majority in systems of power? Uh, yeah, so, yeah, no. I mean, essentially, I've seen what happens in formerly white countries when the so-called minorities, people of color, take power from white people. We have, this is why I brought up earlier what Hunter was so terrified to talk about, which is Rhodesia and South Africa, two historic countries that, that were created and established by white people who, that, that brought all the cool toys in and ran the farm equipment and everything. And then, uh, you, you know, you have the, the people of color took power from the white people politically, people with racial grievances against them specifically. And what they did is they threw out all the anti-discrimination laws, which the white people invented, by the way, the same people who were the first in all of human history to abolish slavery. And they, uh, they drove the whites out. You had the president saying, leave for your own good. Get out of here. And they used the, the violence against them. They used government <sighs> violence against them. They stole their land. They drove them out. And now, you know, now Zimbabwe, formerly Rhodesia, they, uh, they're, they're offering, what, over $3 billion in reparations for the white farmers to come back. I've got friends who, were, who grew up as refugees from Rhodesia. They're not going back because they know what it's going to be like for the rest of that country now. That, that whites as a minority in a country that was formerly theirs politically is uh, is run by the non-white people. And so it's it's I don't want that future for little Timmy. I don't want that future for our people where you see something like white genocide from people with racial grievances against white people who uh, clearly are spewing more and more anti-white rhetoric like white genocide from the professor at uh, Syracuse University. All right. Thank you. And uh, for Hunter. If ending systemic racism is one of the hallmarks of the social social justice movement, sorry, and white Americans are ultimately trending toward being a minority, do you think it's possible that the policies that we're putting in place now could ultimately lead 
to power start racial power structures reemerging. Um, well, the thing that's important to remember is that a lot of this systemic inequality, specifically like in the criminal justice system, doesn't actually come from like black people being a minority. It rather just comes from the like historical systemic inequalities overall. So, I, I mean, there's always a possibility that a system could become biased or slanted in one way or another. But that's why we need to continue to have conversations about systemic inequalities. Um, for example, right now, there's some systemic inequalities against men in the criminal justice system. We could talk about that, too. Like there are inequalities kind of across the board in different ways, but it definitely does disproportionately seem to uh, to hurt black people overall. All right. Thank you. Um, all right, let me just pull up this super chat because I can actually pull it up from FP Silver. Hunter, why do you hate read Kiwi Farms? What does that mean? Uh, I actually have no idea what that means. Yeah, I don't either. I very rarely uh, have gone on Kiwi Farms, but. <laughs> okay, and yeah, we are not accepting any other further questions, just super chats. But from Vexner, Hunter, explaining why it is acceptable on national TV, Don Lemon, those kids did a bad thing when kidnapped and beat a white kid. Don't just denounce it as bad. And why replacing red-haired women with black women? What? I'm not sure what that means. I know what he's talking about with the Don Lemon thing, though. And yeah, I, I mean, what Don Lemon said, I, I'm not just denouncing it as bad, but what he said was pretty ignorant, considering that he tried to, like, blame it on their, like, circumstances or whatever. But we could just as easily talk about the way that, like, oftentimes, like, white people are portrayed differently That's in the media. When they... No, no, it's not. Right. We're talking about how there are other ways too that you could point to in ways that white people are sometimes disproportionately like shown in positive ways even when they're accused of committing crimes versus like black people now of course there aren't really stats on that but there's not really when it comes to the the media thing either um there's ignorance on both sides there i think that you know people can do it with against white people people can do it against black people either way we should work on trying to address systemic inequalities and not essentializing any one race okay now i can i can uh decipher the is that the right word yeah i think so decipher the, Q &A? the yeah the, but it's the question the redheads thing um in hollywood movies they are now replacing historic redheaded characters from fairy tales folklore and and movies that we grew up on as kids with black people like you know mary jane from spider-man the little mermaid they're they're all being turned in. They're being blackwashed, I guess is what you would call it. And um, and I'm curious if you have a problem with that or you just see that as more diversity and inclusion, replacing, you know, uh, historically white characters with people of color. Sure. So this seems to be like some kind of a weird trend. If anything, it could show that there might be like some bias against literal redheads. But this has nothing to do with like white people or anything else i looked this up and it's literally like it's literally a question like on here like redheads aren't white there's people. there's well no no no. but again it's not on the basis of them being white right so like this is talking about like a trend that people are starting to notice is that sometimes redheaded characters are being replaced by blondes brunettes bald people and even people whose skin color doesn't have redheads, so they don't even bother. So it's not just replacing them with black people. It's replacing them with other colored hair actresses or actors as well. So now, if anything, this would be bias against uh, people literally with ginger color hair. Not anything to do with white people. But very nice so try, you, Mayo. You, very uh, cute. We can go ahead and get on to the next people? thing. I'm really will glad you stand that I... stand up for the red-haired people? Of course. My daughter's a redhead. Okay. Yeah. 
You'd say it's wrong and that we should keep the redheaded characters and Hell not yeah, make man. them black. Hell yeah. Well, we don't need to All replace right. them with blondes, brunettes, bald people, or anything else. Yeah. All right. I agree. Mm. Look at that. Look at us, man. Look at us. Now we just have to agree on reappropriating mayo cracker, man. Me and you, it can be like, uh -huh. our, it can be like our own N-word. You know, I can text you like every morning. You like, understand hey, how it cracker? looks oh. to everyone in the audience every time you use anti-white slurs, right? Do you know what it looks it like to everyone in the point. audience every time you get super fucking triggered when I just make like a little like funny jab at you when you brought oh, up my wife in your opening joke. statement? Like, Jesus joke. Christ. Next time I say the N-word at some black guy, it's I'm not the a, same. I mean, the first if a black person showed up and said, the n word sure. never done that in my life then uh, i'm just gonna Why say well it's a funny joke it's a little jab you're so triggered man okay um all right, all right so vexner i guess was following up Holy said shit. dang it hunter i'm asking why it was acceptable to say not that it's bad to say and was said i'm asking politely again please answer what do you mean why was it acceptable to say it He's wasn't why is it he got a lot of even... backlash for for it i remember like at the time when that happened i was on the right so i remember when there was like a fuck ton of outrage about what he said so it arguably was not acceptable for him to say that. But at the end of the day, we wouldn't really be able to answer that question. He probably thought it was acceptable to say because he believed that and because he had an unnuanced reductionist viewpoint of these issues at hand. I don't know, but... Either that or because as a black guy, he had an explicitly anti-white viewpoint. That's why he said it wasn't a hate crime that ever, for them to beat white up and torture ever have, and kidnap that little white kid. Do you think that white people ever have like an anti-black bias? Like there, sure. there are racial biases sure. that Why can exist. Sure. Why won't you admit but... that a black man had an anti-white bias? A black man can have an anti-white bias. I never said oh, otherwise. Why won't you just say that that one did? That clearly was is what drove his statement. Oh, and I that's mean, it's clearly co why it made it on national television. That's it certainly why could he's be, still but it's employed this... there even after that comment. Okay. Well, I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but like. Okay, yeah, I mean, it could be, because maybe he has some bias toward, against white people. Yeah, I, I mean, that, that's a possibility. There's no way to really know, though. But, yeah, I mean, it could be. Of course. Sure. Um, all right, so from Dan Zaman, thanks for the super chat. Fight for little Timmy, fight for colorblindness, and freedom for all. Oh, and close the borders. Duh. Okay, thank you. Um, I'm just getting the ones that I can actually pull up, because they are new, but then we have a bunch that are from before. Okay, from Bosch fan, thank you for the super chat. If Rhodesia is just one data point or not evidence, then so is the Holocaust. Oh boy, um, oh boy. And um, Jews are justified in worrying about Nazis coming into power again. Very good point, Vosh fan. What do you say, Hunter? So the difference here is that, so like, I would be against any kind of anti-white sentiments on Twitter, for example, right? But I'm also against anti-billionaire sentiments. So like, people will talk about like guillotining the billionaires or whatever, and I say, hey, I think that that's fucked up. I don't think we need to be advocating violence or advocating against people like this. And what that really comes down to is that, um, hold on. Um, if Rhodesia is just one data point or not evidence, then so is the Holocaust. <laughs> it only Jews, happened once in all of human history. Are Jews worrying about... Okay, right, right, right. So it's about who holds power and, again, the trends that dictate this, right? Oh, so, like, we don't want to talk about who holds power. <laughs> so right now, for example, like, there, even though I would be against, like, guillotining billionaire memes... It's very unlikely that we're actually going to get to the point of guillotining billionaires. Even though I would be against someone tweeting, kill white people, it's very unlikely that we're going to get to a place where white people are, like, systemically being killed or something. 
So it's also about like who's in power and the likelihood of that thing happening. So like it's not about it how it's just one data point or not evidence or whatever. Are Jews justified in worrying about Nazis coming into power again? There's a fundamental difference in that question too, which is that there's no Nazis, man. Is there's that no Nazis is that anywhere. neo Nazi? Is that Nazis and or neo Nazis hold specific beliefs that are as antithetical to the existence of Jews, whereas uh, Mayo's overall overall where Mayo's overall claim here is that like immigrants are somehow going to take power and then just become anti-white, which that There's has more nothing immigrants to do. In power than Nazis. Okay, so this you said it's about who's more likely to take power. There's more immigrants in power than Nazis right now in this country. Do you disagree? But immigrants do not intrinsically have anything to do with like hating on white people. That would be you making conjecture. They're less whereas likely if they're, to get along with us. Whereas if you they're, they're more likely to benefit social cohesion, media. pay into social welfare programs, and overall benefit the economy. But okay, oh, buddy. Well, well, I know you have your one thing. I know you got your one little talking point. No, I just you. have one question for you, which is you're against anti-white sentiment on Twitter, you said. Are you against anti-white sentiment on YouTube? Sure. Oh, so why are you uh, saying anti-white racial slurs on YouTube? Because right I don't now, believe that a white behavior. because I don't think that a white person saying mayo cracker is really the same thing. Uh, I don't say racial slurs like the N word, but I'm white. Thankfully, I have the I have the mayo cracker pass. You can have it too if you're white. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what it comes down to. All right, sure. so you can. I wouldn't you, say so it's anti. So, for example, if a black person, black so for example, if a black person was my views to call so, other black people who agree with you the n word, that's you would so say. So, for that's example, okay, right? if a black person like tweeted out like the n word or something like that, I don't think that would be counted as like anti-black sentiments, considering like a black person tweeted it to begin with, right? So, like when I said mayo cracker again, I was kind of making fun of you, and I guess it really worked well, <laughs> considering you're no, like furious right now. Like you cannot let it go, point, dude. Is you this what happens if you get bullied? white sentiment exists. It's so pervasive in this Were country. You, it's the Timmy? only ethnic slur that you can say. We're okay, all God, no, I grew up in a majority. Thankfully, I grew up in a majority safe high school, and uh, I had a great a majority time, safe high school. Hmm. What is what yeah. is that supposed to mean? Does that mean there, there were more white people violence. there? Does that mean there were more white people there? Is that what you're getting at right now? Hmm. Uh, it means there was little, very little violence and very few racial tensions in that high school. Cool. Good thing more diversity leads to helping that even more. Not but anyway, quite. what's the next question? <laughs> All right. Um, from Fennel for Hunter, why do you support critical race theory, even though it advocates anti-individualism? Um, I don't know if it advocates full-on anti-individualism. I don't support critical race theory either. I said in this discussion that uh, critical race theory has some negative tenets and has also been used to justify pretty despicable reductionist viewpoints on some racial issues. Um, I don't know if it advocates anti-individualism. It's possible that it might, uh, by like using the certain lens, it might uh, look at broader groups rather than the individual. That is possible but again usually when we're talking about critical race theory we're talking about an overall academic field it's a lens of looking at things and a way of talking about racial issues it really doesn't have anything to do or at least it shouldn't have anything to do with like white people bad usually it's about like different social constructs systemic inequalities how we can address more like subtle areas of racism and like i said earlier since mayo can repeat points a bunch of times like i said earlier um, you know, that one critical race theory expert literally said that it shouldn't be used to guilt children at all. So I don't know. That's just what the critical race theory experts and authors seem to be saying. But 
And Super Chatter, just so you're not totally gaslighted, yeah, you're right. It separates people into groups based on race, and it says that race is a social construct invented by white people to oppress people of color, which sounds pretty anti-white to me. Go ahead. Okay. Um, from Dan Zammet. Hunter, what's wrong with Americans worrying about non-Americans coming in and voting against what we believe? Because this is like a common talking point that actually doesn't ha mean anything. So like there are other <laughs> Americans, for example, that already vote against what you might believe. White Americans vote pretty progressive, not not super progressive, but generally speaking, like the overall country is headed in a more progressive direction even. So I don't think that uh, like conflating this like non-Americans are going to vote against what we believe. That's not even necessarily true. Like a lot of Hispanics are actually very Christian and conservative. Um, so yeah, there's like big, there's a lot of variance there. Uh, it's not as cut and dry as like non-Americans, non-Americans are going to vote against what we believe. Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, All right, now he's a super chatter. He's gaslighting you again. White Americans are the the by and large the most conservative ethnic group in America. My internet's messing up. It's really annoying. Um, That's not right, a so win. From Jack it Wally. Absolutely is. Now is his point. Jack Wally Hunter. Why is Hobo Sapien Sapien such a beta? Okay. Uh, let's see here. Okay, I don't know. Is this the meme, the Alden meme? But um, yeah, for yeah. Mew, have you read Professor Alden's book, How Rhodesia Collapsed? Okay, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's you don't me. need to read books about it, man. It's like there's there's video documentaries about it. You can go and see the footage. You can like literally see footage of Rhodesia back when it was a prop prosperous country. You can see the footage of like interviews of different people when the the you know. Uh, a new black government was elected with different people thought at the time what people thought 10 years later and everyone agrees it was a net negative for the country that's why they're begging for the white farmers to come back now and offering them billions of dollars in reparations for the racial injustices which were committed against them wasn't it like quadrillions or something? so are you okay with some forms of reparations what does that have to do with rhodesia well, you said they're offering them reparations for coming back. I'm wondering, generally speaking, like, how do you feel about reparations? Because I heard the white people aren't going to take those reparations. It's just that the point is not whether or not there's there's validity to reparations or whether they work or whether it's like justified, whatever. The point is that they are begging. They're offering billions of dollars for the white farmers to come back and they still won't. They're offering more and more. It started $1.7 billion. Now it's $3.2 billion. They're begging. They're saying, please come back. We, we know that we genocided you and we drove you out with violence and we had state condoned violence against you. But please, we need right. somebody to run the farms. We have I what's, what I think Reuters called a man-made hunger crisis in Zimbabwe now. Okay. Um, all right. And yeah, you guys, if you... Man, we're all over the club. <laughs> if you haven't hit the like button, do that. Stop being dicks, okay? Thanks. <laughs> all right. So, and we have a bunch of uh, ones that I had to jot down earlier. I don't know if we'll be able to get to the ones that... Uh, are not super chats because we have a lot of stuff going on here but from vexner last one i promise Britt, can you calmly explain to hunter why you believe in timmy don't mean to put you on the spot hunter please come back later um well i mean me and hunter had a discussion about it what was it, like a week or two ago and i yeah. thought it was a good faith discussion um and i'd be happy to have another one with him but yeah i think we'll I think it's kind of obvious. Like, I don't just don't think that white people becoming the minority is going to be a good thing for white people. I think um, 
But this is why we should keep talking about it because ultimately that just comes back to just feeling like that. Like it's yeah, a feeling. Yeah, well, of course it is. Of course it is. And that's why, like, when, when I've had these discussions with people and they kind of try to get into study bro, like... Uh, it's I mean, not, but see, it shouldn't be... But no, no, you didn't do that to me, though, Hunter. You didn't do that to well, me. Well, no, I know I didn't, but I, just in general, I just want to address, generally speaking, like, mm-hmm. study bro, like, that shouldn't be stereotyped. Like, using well, studies is a really good, powerful way to form, right. like, well-versed, holistic opinions. So, like... But here, here's the thing. What I'm, what I'm saying is that this is a new position for me. This is like something that is like pretty fresh. Um, I haven't sat there and done all the, like the, you know, the research that you would want for a debate and stuff like that. This mm-hmm. is something that just makes logical sense to me. Um, just thinking about it. But how? And so I can, how? Because I just, I can, I can understand that, my, that mentality that people are going to have that kind of racial revenge because you're seeing like, you're seeing taste of it. And it's pretty mainstream that being um, racist against white people, like that's like in the mainstream. That that's not that's not a good thing, and that's like I mean, having something in the mainstream like tells you where the direction is going in general. So I mean, there are some things in the mainstream that are probably unacceptable. Sure, like I said, there's a lot of like dumb fucks on Twitter that'll say like stupid like anti-white shit sometimes. But again, that like this doesn't mean that like white people are going to lose their positions of like institutional power. This doesn't mean that like if one day we wake up and all of a sudden white people are 49 percent, that it's going to close the like massive wealth gap between whites and blacks on average. Like white people, like I said earlier, there's a big difference between being a minority and being marginalized. Right. Mm -hmm. So like I think part of the reason it's hard to change your mind on this, too, is ultimately because it is just a feeling and there's no way to change your mind when it isn't your mind that's making this decision it's a feeling like a kind of a fear that this is going to happen because it sort of seems like it makes sense but it doesn't like if we look at actually where the trends what the trends are indicating it just doesn't seem like it's likely to actually occur yeah no i think it does make sense because um it seems like this is just the direction things are going and as um, there become fewer white people. If this is like what's happening when white people are still the majority, what's it going to be like when white people are not the majority? Especially if people like Hunter won't allow you to advocate for them without calling you racial slurs, right? Yeah, since that's totally what I said. But good one. <laughs> um, um, all right, so from Tom Fuller, thank you for the super chat. Hunter, I saw someone say something I could possibly misconstrue uh, into an anti-white sentiment one time in a YouTube video. So how can you deny white genocide? Also, me yo, <laughs> diversity causes less unions because minorities are socially conservative. What my, minorities are not as conservative and uh, even socially conservative by the numbers as whites. So I don't know what you're talking about at all, dude. And uh, I, I forgot the other point. <laughs> I think it was something ridiculous. Yeah, I was talking about he was just making fun of us, basically. <laughs> uh, about, um, all right, so from... Oh, God, what the fuck, man? Adolf Hitler? Okay, that's funny. Uh, Hunter, why are the whitest states like Maine, Vermont, and New Hampshire also the safest states? A lot of the times it's not the safest or, the, or not the safest with anything to do with, like, the ethnicity of the people. Uh, what it hap- what it just so happens is that oftentimes black people live in more cities and there generally speaking is a lot more crime in cities just as it is just city life. Again, that has nothing to do with black people or white people. It's just city life generally speaking has more crime. And 
there are reasons for that too that we could talk about it another time but yeah no it's it, again looking at it as like the whitest states doesn't really prove anything it's not a safe place because there's white people there that's not how that works okay. you uh you know there's cities in iceland right dude yeah okay okay you know iceland is like uh one of the safest countries in the world and it's also like one of the whitest countries in the world do you think that there's I'm no sure correlation? it's just because there's Riddle white people that. there yeah Riddle me that explain it to me I need a I need a study it's because all white people are there the more white people the better the country obviously right based you're starting to get it <laughs> um, oh but not a white nationalist lol okay that has nothing so. to do with me wanting to only allow white people to be citizens in this country or remove anyone from this country, which is the definition of white nationalism. So, yeah, I reject that. Just uh, mm -hmm. just, just statistical facts. <clears throat> Sorry. Facts don't care about your feelings, bro. Oh, got me. Okay. From Jack Wally. Mia, why are you harassing BX Bullet for having an OnlyFans when you probably bought it? <laughs> I didn't think of all the things I did not expect to come up. Thank you, Super Chatter. So, uh, no, I don't watch porn. I haven't watched porn for like a year now. And um, and I've never been happier, better off. I feel like uh, vitalized. I feel more energy. And uh, I recommend that for anybody, honestly. Seriously, break the addiction. It's not that hard. And, and you know, you have these uh, – these, I. <laughs> got to stay within YouTube terms of service here. You have these women like BX Bullet who are profiting off of the loneliness of young men. And I think it's sick. They're using young men for money so that they don't have to work a real job. And, and really, it's like uh, especially, you know, you have these just like what tits out gun girls who are like it's it's so pathetic. It's like, you know, like five years ago. You know, maybe it's like you had a bunch of boomers who were okay with that. And it's like, you know, she just wants to take people's money and take her clothes off for it instead of working a real job. And uh, and on top of that, actually, she started it coming into my mentions, and she called me a rapist on Twitter, okay, for no reason at all whatsoever. Just, uh, oh, you know, you're the like probably a rapist or whatever. You've never had consensual sex with a girl. I She's mean, actually have you? You did make that really weird marital tweets. rape Thing earlier you, she's, did, uh, she's you did say i don't wear the pants because i don't just well, take hey, it whenever i want it from my marriage, wife okay i've never been married so that doesn't apply to me now that said um there is th this girl she called me a rapist she said i've had <clears throat> non-consensual sex with women and she's like uh you know just out of nowhere for no reason at all i didn't do anything to her she's deleted several of the tweets because she knows it'll get her account banned and so uh you know i was just arguing statistics with somebody else and, and, you know, there it goes. And, and so, you know, I told her, uh, you know, that it's, look, you're a, you're a grifter. She, oh, this is what happened is how much longer she said, <laughs> she said, uh, I've dated a ton of black guys in my life and, and I love it. And my last black boyfriend loved that I'm fat. Yeah. She said that you can look it up. The comment is still up there. Actually, oh, no. she privated her account and here's why, because, uh, I told Who cares her. Cares about this. We can, we can come her, on, I'm being super held here against my will. It, man. The super chatter asked to get. He I'll only paid short. five bucks. All right, he'd pay fifty I'll, if you want to hear look, your I'll ramble, get it. Wrap right? it up on. in thirty yeah. seconds. All right. So the guy says, or, or so she says, 
Oh, no, I have a happy family now. I said, look, when you're alone and you're 40, you just remember that you have an OnlyFans and you're just like calling people rapists and like whatever. And and she said, no, I have a happy family and a child now. And you go back, you look through her tweets. Then all of her tweets are about I'm single and I'm alone and I'm sad and I'm so lonely and it's painful and I have nobody in my life. And I've, I'll send her. Please let me back on Tinder, please. And it's pathetic. And so I quote tweeted her a bunch of times about that. And she privated her account. And it's like, look, women, don't be like that. Look, be good. Be, be good girls. Just, uh, you know, wait until marriage. Don't you know, almost said it again. <laughs> don't don't have an OnlyFans and and you know have your yourself half naked online. It's not worth it. You it know, I feel like we could probably. I, now, I disagree with what you're saying about BX Bullet. I have my own issues with her, but I wouldn't be going after her for like an OnlyFans or whatever. But <clears throat> I can agree with. I think me and Mayo here can actually find common ground that porn is bad, and you should definitely Based. make an effort to. Stop watching porn. After I got engaged, I completely quit watching porn myself too. Based. And I will say that, yeah, it is really good. At least it was really good for my mental, my mental health overall. And uh, yeah, I would recommend to the I'm people proud watching. Of you, man. I'm happy for you. Seriously. I, I mean, I also agree to jail all pornographers. <laughs> all pornographers. How about we jail everyone with an anime profile picture first? <laughs> oh man, I thought we could take it a step further. All right, whatever. <laughs> thought you had a moment <laughs> maybe um yeah and just for people watching when you go after one of these gripers they're all gonna come for you so just like <laughs> know that going into it like there's nothing that like mio could even do to uh, stop all oh the she had a real from. good time her account's still private which uh, isn't good for her only fans business they that's for damn sure. no they'll come in packs so just know that if you're gonna go for one of them you're gonna get them all it's um, a wasp sure. nest don't kick it <laughs> All right, so from Bosch Fan, super chat. A group can't seem to follow the law now when they're the minority. Once they're the super majority, they'll go, leave Timmy alone. Racism is illegal. Hmm. <clears throat> not sure what he He's being that. sarcastic. Okay. I'm going um, to be splitting here in a second. All right, all right. Let me see if I can like find the questions that are to you, maybe. Rapid fire. Um, all right, so from Bosch Fan. Your side forces me to censor my YouTube comments on this, and you call us racist for having concerns. How will Timmy have a voice? You'll censor him too. Having concerns, I love it. Yep. Um, do you want to address that or no? Oh, is this for me? Um, yeah. Oh, oh, gotcha. Um, who forces anyone to censor their YouTube comments? Are they saying that like the left YouTube censors people on YouTube or something? Um, I think we're about the left, yeah, censoring. Sure, yeah, I don't. That's, I mean, that's not borne out in the data. That's a conversation for another time. But calling uh, you racist for having concerns again, where oh, I just have concerns, lol. No, you don't. Your concern, quote unquote, is white people are going to become a minority, and and then all of a sudden they're going to be treated as bad as white people have been treating brown people for the last hundred years. Like oh, it's so just not going to happen. No, again. Stop taking my hyperbole out of context. I'm getting excited. All right, Mayo. But yeah, I, I mean, it's because they're not just concerns. They're it's literally like racist fear mongering. So that's why. Um, intellectual midget hunter, please amp up the subversion. Mio seems to be poking holes through it very easily. Try using words like conspiracists and isolated radicals. 
So true. Have you tried incel? <laughs> I didn't have um, to. Your profile picture says it for me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Okay, you got me. <laughs> um, and let that be known to all the groipers. I'm incel. It's actually, I... <laughs> I don't want to have that conversation. <laughs> okay. All right, um, man. If you claim incel and you turn out to be fake cell, it's like uh, basically death in the griper sphere. So I'm, I'm, you know, I have no comment at he's this time. He's a fake cell, guys. He's he's oh, degenerate. No. <laughs> he's having he's having degenerate sex. Whoa, whoa, it's not about sex, okay? It's about even just like speaking to a woman at all, okay? So. All right, let me it's, get... There is no premarital sex at all in the gripe sphere. Let that me... is something I Ayo. can say for sure. That I can I'm give you some doing. tips if you want, but it usually doesn't me... start off with it. Just, just for some context, like if you're gonna talk to a woman, it doesn't help to start off with like, "Hey, get in my car really quick," or like stuff like that. <laughs> doesn't really work too well. You'd be surprised. No, it's you don't. You, there's no premarital sex whatsoever. That hey, get in my car really quick. Hey, Once I lost my married, puppy. Can you get in my car and help me and help me look for it, please? My windowless van. <laughs> what are you thinking? What am I? This is me? this is like, my own Comcast van. Right please, yeah, hey, you want to take a hot ride here? Hey, from the crowd, miss, and help me with my trunk. Um, right, let me get the ones that are to Hunter. Um, yeah. He seems like he's like trying to leave in a minute. I am trying to get out of here. I'm too scared to talk to Mayo anymore. I can't. He's scary. Um. All right, from Hitler. What's Hitler. going on, Hitler? <laughs> Hunter's lust for racial aliens is testament to the rot within the West. He's essentially saying, don't worry, guys, it'll be fine, as he helps hold open the city gates for the barbarians. Exactly. See, yep, the immigrants are all the barbarians that are coming. We're, in, we're importing the third world. I love that one, too. You know, you hear it all the time. When, no, usually these are people that, for barbarians, they commit less crime on average than the general population. So that's really strange for uh, barbarians, but okay. Well, not if you exclude a, a certain population, but... Oh, don't even get me started on if you want to stop crime, because if we wanted to go that route, we could just get rid of men. So let's not take that direction, Ooh, okay? Got me. Well, it turns out society needs men, but uh, mm -hmm. anyway... And these people that are sitting backstage, I don't know how you got the link. I don't know who you are. So um, we haven't started giving the links out to anybody. I'm not letting you in because I don't know who the fuck you guys are. And wasn't me. Yeah, I know. I don't know where it came from. All right. So let me see if I can find the ones that are just a hunter. <clears throat> um, let me see. Come on, it's from you. Um, from Bosch fan is the little Jamal question when he com when he's committing a crime resists arrest attacks police and gets a worldwide parade thrown for him and the police are abolished and a golden coffin mm. um okay from cheesy s for hunter thoughts on jeff bezos and amazon coming out with studies reporting that amazon workers are less likely to unionize the more diverse they get. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd have to look into that. It's just, again, I, every time that comes up now, I'm just going to have to know, I'm going to have to chuckle at Mayo bringing up the fact that there's a replication crisis and then citing an Amazon-based study that it's found that unions study, were bad. Man, it's not a study. Oh, an internal memo. Are? That's right, an internal memo. Do you know so. what analytics are? Yes or no? Y yes. It's, it's just the tracking of data. They, they just track data. What makes a store less likely to unionize? <clears throat> That's all. 
It's it's not like they're doing a study or anything like that. It's a corporation tracking diversity and and having tracking the correlation with what happens in their stores. That's all. There's no study. There's no like methodology. There's no there's no uh, you know scientists sociologists involved. Okay. It's just tracking the data of their stores and all the right. employees. It's cool. Oh. Yeah, I, I know you have like this one piece of data that you keep like like to throw around. Where I have like swaths of evidence suggesting the contrary that again diversity and leads to less replicatable studies but, versus and you have an internal memo from amazon buddy okay let's in the world all right Brittany, how many more questions really are there um here? let me just i'm just gonna ask one and then i'll let you go um dad which, life Travel which posi- innocence from me um which position now that you've kind of moved um i guess we may maybe we've switched places <laughs> but um which positions do you hold that are still conservative um, I mean, I guess being against porn would be one of them. Um, anti-porn, uh, anti-abortion, uh, pro-gun, uh, pro-free speech, uh, I guess anti-cancel culture, maybe that would kind of fall into like right wing. Um, yeah, that's, I guess, off the top of my head, a couple that I can give you. Well, um, yeah, so if you want to give a final thought, um, you can do that, and then I'll ask Mio and Mio too, but then you have to stick. I'll mute myself. I swear. Uh, All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. You can look me up on uh, on my channel, Hunter Avalone. Thanks again for having me on here. Um, I really enjoyed uh, deconstructing the little Timmy question once and for all. I hope not to hear it again next time. Hopefully, we'll see a debate on the little Jamal question, which is much more <laughs> realistic and likely to happen, and doesn't require a white nationalist wet dream slash fantasy in order to make it somehow sound believable. Either way, I appreciate the conversation. Mayo, uh, I'm sorry that you got really triggered by me like calling you a few names, even though you invoked my wife. Either way, I love you, buddy. I hope you get the help you need and uh, have fun cuddling your anime doll tonight. Peace. That was tiresome. <laughs> that was a tough one, boys. Oh, that guy was... He pivots like a fucking motherfucker. You did awesome tonight. Thanks, guys. I started off a little bit shaky and I could tell, I could tell it was like, all right, I'm off to a little bit of a shaky start, but that's okay. You know, I'm just going to try to ride it out. And then I feel like by the second half, I was able to really turn around.